Everybody, welcome to D Comedy, your rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D commentators are me, Lucas, and me, Emma, and we are joined by a super special, amazing guest that we are always happy to happy to have with us, Dylan. Thank you, Lucas. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes, well, thank you for being Thanks here. For we being appreciate here, your Dylan. time. How, how are you feeling, Dylan? Are you excited to talk about this film? Yeah, I am. You mean shitty Costco brand Sky High? <laughs> they say it's not Costco brand if they did it first. Well, th- this film also loves capes, and we know how Sky High feels yeah, ab- no about case. that, too. That's The Incredibles. Yeah, wait, that is The Incredibles. Oh, is that Incredibles? Oh, <laughs> yes. fuck. I even have that as a note that that was in. Oh, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Too many capes in this, though. <laughs> I liked it how I just instantly believed Dylan. I was like, yeah, Sky High hates capes. That's not true. That's The Incredibles. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, this guy, the guy who wrote this, like, I was looking up because I was a little disappointed in this. I hadn't seen it in a while, but he also wrote Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. I'm not surprised by that. And Stuck in the Suburbs, which may oh. surprise you, Emma. Wait, is, I know. It, is this the guy that has a crazy name? It's like Savage or something? No, it's <laughs> Savage Steve Holland or something Yes, like that. it was like a guy with a wrestling name. There, I thought he wrote Stuck in the Suburbs. I don't think he wrote Stuck in the I think he worked on something. Or maybe directed Stuck in the Suburbs. Yeah, no, it's Dan Branderson. He, he oh. was one of the writers on this, Stuck in the Suburbs, Halloween Town, Twitches, oh. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Oh, the man's a hit machine. Hannah Montana, the movie. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately this, this one was one, not. I, I will say, I'm not, I don't think this is a bad film. I, I do don't, not, didn't hate no. it. We have definitely watched way worse. Uh, like, Twas the Night last month was way worse than this. This, But I think I land in the exact same uh, spot as Dylan on this one, which is I was excited to watch this movie because I hadn't watched it in a really long time. I've never seen I this remembered, movie in my life. I remembered really liking it. And I came back to watch for this, and I was kind of disappointed. I was kind of like, eh, it's not as good as I don't think I would have been disappointed in this movie. By the way, I don't think we announced it. Oh, yeah, yeah. In case you couldn't guess, we're watching Up, Up, and Away. (laughs) The classic Up, Up, and Away. Yes, the classic. I've never seen this movie before in my life, and I think I would have really enjoyed it had I never seen Sky High. It's kind of like when you don't know what it could be. Like, Sky High is just like, it's just... It's basically the same concept, but it's more expensive. Like, it's so much yeah, I mean, better. There's no superhero school in this one. Like, and that would have made it better. I mean, true. There, there, Luke, there's no school in general in this one. <laughs> <laughs> they leave their school fucking willy-nilly. That's true. They walk out of which, class which, at one point and never come which back. Which also we pointed out in Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. That just, to the, just the, the, the writer of, of these films just luck, Yeah, no luck, luck of the Irish. They're, they're in class for about a half hour a day. And then yeah. they're like, hey, we gotta bounce. And I'm like, that's not yeah. how grade school works. True. Yeah. Um, but let's get let's just get it going. Yeah, I don't have any uh, news. I have... Two quick, no, three. It better be very quick. It's very quick. <laughs> One, uh, we've got a bunch of new info released on Zombies 2. They released sneak peeks and trailers. Looks it great. looks terrible. Looks great. I've been, I've I seen, love that we introduced wolves. I've seen the like, werewolf children and they are a monstrosity. Kisses fingers like an Italian chef. I think it's <laughs> It looks so bad. We're just doing Twilight all over again and I, I love it. It, it is very Twilight. And then uh, some bad news from the troubled uh, Lizzie McGuire reboot, which is yep. that, yeah. So they brought the original show creator back uh, to do it, and then he walked off the set after like two days, I think it said, or the first two episodes were done. Like he was just like, "No, I'm not doing this." Creative differences. It's tabled for now, folks. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, it's. 
which isn't good news, but hey, we're, we're going to take it as it comes. But the most important news, which is funny because it's not Disney Channel movie news. It's just Disney movie news. But because I have Dylan here and my sister here, we need to talk about it. We've gotten confirmation in the past week that Disney has begun at least some form of pre-production on National Treasure 3. So excited. I, 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 I cannot express to I said this on you. Twitter, but finally our long national nightmare is over. I, I concur. Everyone's lives up until now... If you want to make a National Treasure fan cry, is you look at them and you say, what was on page, page 47? 47, we don't know. And they just start openly weeping in front of you. We need Because to we've never been able to know, and now we're finally going to know. It's almost become a joke between Dylan and I about what was on page 47. We talk about it too much, I would say. The script is done. Yes, a lot of sleepless nights, Luke. And mm-hmm. this was, well, they signed on for the third one after that, like, during the writer's strike, which was also, like, Lost Season 4 and, and a bunch of other, like seasons and films and then they just totally shelved it and i think a lot of us yeah like you said page 47 have been wondering for years those movies are like crack to me mm. like crack they're so addicting they're like amazingly when, it, good it's honestly always so weird to me that dylan loves these movies as much as i do because <laughs> dylan is such like a cinema snob like he loves like high art film what but part he, of nick cage looking at the camera and saying i'm gonna steal the declaration of <laughs> isn't a high art no you. that's true because you know Good You're not wrong, that. but I'm just saying the fact that he likes like a Disney action movie about like heisting through history is amazing. To it's me. because they're incredibly well written and they're and just well fun. Acted, they're just fun. And they explain away Diane Kruger's accent in the weirdest <laughs> way. They have a sneaky good cast in Diane Kruger, Nick Cage, Sean, like John uh, Voight, whoever the Sean guy that Bean, plays Riley is, Harvey Keitel, Christopher Plummer. Like you have Oscar winners in this Isn't cast. Is the mom Helen Mirren? No. Wait, is it Helen Mirren? I think no. it might Guys, be Helen it, it, No, it, I think it is. It is Helen Mirren! Uh, but, so we're obviously excited about this, because Nicolas Cage is, of course, my hero, and America's hero. But speaking of heroes, let's talk about Up, Up, and Away. Which, let's break down that title <laughs> real quick. And I just, something I want to say about this whole movie that you can kind of get from this title, is this movie did do something which has brought me back to a simpler time, when when DC and Marvel just did not care about their brand and their characters. Like, it's like, yeah, sure, he, they could be in whatever. Like, now, you know, with, like, the DCEU and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they care a lot more about what you can use their characters in. But, like, in this movie, first of all, Up, Up, and Away is Superman's catchphrase, obviously. They reference the Green Hornet, Spider-Man, Superman, just How offhandedly. How did they get away with that? Because was this, this was, in the public domain? No, it wasn't in the public domain, but just DC and Marvel didn't care yet. They were just like, hey, uh, can we do this in our Disney Channel original movie? And they were like, yeah, sure, whatever, we don't care. Marvel was also, I think, going through bankruptcy at this time, so they were like, whatever, we have very good to worry about. When was this? I think it was 2000, right? 2000, 2001, one of those. It looked so old. It looked old. The computer shots, I was like, that this looks ancient. Um, but I guess 2000 is a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, 2000. It was. It's 20 years ago to right now. It's 20. Well, oh, by the way, welcome to the first episode of 2020, everybody. All right, let's dig into the plot of this movie because we've been talking in circles. Fair enough. So we open on a warehouse and it's the most like cheaply done villain lair I've yeah. seen in these, but it's very obviously a villain lair. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't clear it was a villain lair. No, I didn't pretty... know what was. You're going telling on. me when you didn't see that guy wearing a Hawaiian shirt to his oh, villain lair. You mean who I wrote down, guys? This is also should tell you something about me. I wrote down, oh my god, it's Turtle from Entourage. It's E. It's E. <laughs> Halfway through my notes, I realize I have the wrong guy from Entourage, and you can see me have a stroke as I'm writing. I go, oh wait, this isn't Turtle. This is E. He has freckles. 
Pickles. Yeah, I'm going to warn you guys now. I'm not going to say Malcolm throughout this movie. I'm literally going to say E. Oh, I have him listed as Turtle, and then when I figure it out, E. I don't even know what his name is. Yeah, no, it's it's Eric Murphy, who's Kevin Connolly is the actor, which there's. I actually made an interesting point of, of that, like... Uh, we can get to it later, but uh, go uh, on, yeah, I guess. And let's, let's start with this. First of all, I don't know anything about Entourage, and I don't care to spend too much time on it, but I will say, he undoubtedly is the best actor in this movie. He oh, yeah, does he's the acting best job. He else. is doing the best with what he is given, and he is crushing it. Did Kevin Connolly, was he always this freckly? Did he get so he freckly? He's very freckly. He's so freckly. He's very freckly. <laughs> no, Emma, even in, yeah, even in Entourage, he's, he's short, he's freckly, he's kind of a bitch. Uh, but isn't he the one that dates Sloane? Yeah, he does fuck Sloane. Yeah, like, gets Sloane. <laughs> Congrats to Kevin No, which is like... Uh, yeah, pretty girlfriend. unbelievable. It's his girlfriend is Sloane. Yeah, yeah, they end up, t- not to spoil it for any, but if you haven't seen Entourage, <laughs> you fuck yourself. seen Entourage, which ended literally year eons ago. God, what? Anyway. It's so all time, we, Emma, but go So on. we go down into this villain lair, and Eric Connolly is wearing this, or Kevin Connolly. Kevin, Kevin Connolly is wearing this <laughs> Eric shirt. Eric, Eric Murphy, Kevin, Mur- yeah, Malcolm This guy's Connolly. wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and he's looking over the shoulder of a girl who's doing a thing on a computer, and Who she's like... Who has the most annoying voice. She's like, we can change the world. She does have a bit of an annoying voice. And, uh, yeah, they're like, let's change the world. And, like, it, and this is where we meet the actual villain and bad guy of the film, which is the sound design. This movie has the most whack music behind it sometimes yeah. there's just straight up no music behind scenes that clearly needs some music there's i i was gonna say i don't feel like there was sound design i don't feel yeah, like there and was then any sometimes music. it's just the most stock sounds ever like it's like and here's the lightly emotional scene so here's like some chimes in the background all the whatever. music sounded like pl- sounds that would play if you were booting windows 98 which yeah is probably why it was, but also dated it yeah. um and so then we do a hard cut into uh our main character scott playing with the soccer ball he knocks his dad down, which doesn't make any sense for what we're going to reveal later. You know the dad directed this film, too? I did know that. He yeah. did? Yeah, he was Oh, yeah. yeah. I also said, I, this whole family is so attractive. He's, this kid is <laughs> okay. so cute. They all are. And sure. Then, I, th- I thought they all, I was literally put down this whole family is attractive. The dad is really attractive. The mom is really hot, except when she's wearing her superhero mask. It does mm, nothing yep. for her mm-hmm. face. But she's really pretty. And this kid is really cute. And the older brother is really cute. The older brother's my favorite character. He's great. Fact. He's great. Right. And then the little girl is like cute ish. Yeah, the well, she's, least she's, cute. she's she's well, she's in it at least. Uh, so the dad's like, "Whoa, easy there." And he's like, "Oh, sorry." And he's like, "Ah, I can't be mad. You got your birthday coming up in four days. Uh, get excited for that." So, but come on downstairs for breakfast. And then so the whole family, as we said, assembles the mom. Uh, older brother, little sister, full family, which like, is how nice. How old is that older brother? He looks. That's 20. literally think... one of my notes. Is is <laughs> he? He looks it, so old. He's. I, I have no idea. He's like uh, Eddie's brother. He's a million dollar cookoff. They're older. Yeah, like, like they're too old to be like in high school, but they're just like around. Well, yeah, I, like, I assumed him to be like college age when I no, looked they, at him, they, and then he's at the kids' school, yeah, like sitting. School. I was like, why is he at this junior high? Yeah, yeah I have and no then idea. Also, and also, there's just a logical fallacy here. Which is that, like, unless unless Scott got held back a lot, he's supposed to be turning 14 in this movie, and he's supposed to be in, like, seventh grade. And I'm like, hey, that math don't add up, Disney Channel. Uh, I'm sorry, but that's you, not how those ages You know are. how Disney Channel is with, with ages and grades and locations and none of it. It's a channel they, that exclusively makes children's programming. You think they would learn what age yeah, you they are don't, what Like, they literally have zero clue. They're like, oh, this 16-year-old's probably in 6th grade, or this, like, 7th grader is actually 19. Like, yeah, they, don't, yeah. they don't care. Um, and, and then, 
They're all eating breakfast, sitting down, and they're drinking, all drinking something, which is green. It's what like, is this, guys? Yeah. We have to skip to the end here. Why do they only eat green It's food? only green what food and, and I think, elk, or drinks. Yeah. yeah. Should, that's what, yeah. I want to say this. They I, never explain they it. They do a weird amount of world building in this, or at least rule explaining with how superheroes work in the movie. By the way, this movie's about superheroes. And uh one of the things they set up is that, like, they only eat like veg, like they're vegetarians, basically. Like they eat like superfoods. They, they only eat. Oh my god, is that the joke that they only eat superfoods? <laughs> they only, no, eat, they only eat spinach and kale. That is so incredibly stupid. It's. I love it though. Now that I've realized that, I think the joke is they only eat superfoods. Um, but they, the way they explain it in universe is that they like need to keep up their superpowers. They need to consume only healthy stuff. I don't know. It's stupid. So they're eating breakfast, and then uh, Scott. Yes, Scott's white sidekick Randy, who is going to be the comic relief <laughs> of this film. Besides not being funny. Oh yeah. yeah. Also, by the way, every the main family in this film is black, um, which is pretty cool. I think to do a kid children's movie with. Badass superheroes, that's a black family. Rad, it's that's like some Jet Jackson energy. I dig it. And so he walks in, and they all immediately just start glaring at him. And I was like, do they hate Randy? Yeah, I was like, like what the fuck did Randy do to That was people? literally my note, too. I was like, wait, is this black family just like, they hate this white boy? Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was is, like this kid? is this a reverse get out? Yes, I was like, that's literally what my note was. This is a reverse get out situation for Randy. Because he looks terrified, too, after a while. He realizes yes. they're not vibing and, with him, and he's like, I've And I, I remembered, and I remembered. Well, he also, he also jabs, particularly the dad, throughout the whole film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. When he's, he's like shitting on the dad, he's constantly the shitting like, on the he dad. Relax. He's yeah. supposed to be the comic relief, but he's also like incredibly painful to watch. And I just, I, I hate Randy. And what happened is Randy brought them zucchini bread. He brought his the, mom, yes, but it's I wrapped love zucchini bread. It's wrapped in aluminum foil, and I remembered this from watching it previously. I did not. But they don't explain it for a really long time. Some would say too long. Of a time. Too long. And so then, uh, they like make him awkwardly set the zucchini bread down and they uh he and scott go to school um and but they also weirdly there's a lot of exposition in the scene which is scott is on the soccer team obviously with the soccer ball and they're choosing captains there has to be a fucking sports (laughs) line that i don't care about they're choosing uh captain soon and his rival for this is a girl named amy and randy knows that they like each other this is one of my disney channel pet peeves though where it's like these people have the chemistry of a piece of ham and yeah, an they, really don't. they have no rapport with each other. Mm-hmm. They don't smile at each other, but they're like, you know, you like him. Like he likes. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, where? What show? Don't they're, tell. They're ro- show me them exactly. liking. Their each romance other. consists of other people saying, Say, like, wait, like, why do you like her so, so much? much? And they like, and they're this, visibly like, no, I don't. They're disinterested I'm, in each other to the point of hate until like the last like ten minutes of the movie when they circle back to. And them. it's not like a cute teasing, like, oh, I'm gonna be kept. Like they yeah. just don't seem to really vibe. No, no. I also hated. That throughout the whole film it was like oh they're they're picking captains like next game or this game or then like the next game would be like oh no in the next two weeks we're picking it's like the whole fucking season is done like they're yeah, basically they playing their, six games they're I'm like, basically like, you playing, need a captain like, yeah like wh- what were they doing before that like I why have they no pl- why they played the half season. their season without a captain? And then also we'll learn later that this is an elected position. Oh, this is I a democratic was, I yeah, thought it was process. something the coach just picked based on, no. you know, performance. No, it's elected. But it's an elected It's position. a popularity contest. <laughs> it's a popularity contest. Um, and also, like, oh, so he, they go, they are biking to school. Yes. And they go past Amy's house, who's in her driveway with some tragic bangs and some more even tragic <laughs> oh, her Oh, her whole family, by which I mean her mom, has some tragic hair. And Amy's mom... <laughs> 
Her mom's got other problems, so. That's why I wanted to talk about this. First of all, Amy's mom's my favorite character. <laughs> Amy's mom is in the driveway with her and is hornier than all get out. She's <laughs> obviously a single parent. I don't know if they explicitly state that, but that's my truth for her. And she's standing in the yard and she sees her interact with Scott. Yeah. And, and she she's comes- like, hey, yeah, are you guys going to fuck soon? Or- yeah. She's like, hey. She's like, hey, what do you think it's going to happen? I ask him to the dance. Ask him to the dance. And she's like, I don't like him. And then her response to that is, not much. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. The line writing there doesn't make any sense and also amy's mom has the worst dodge of like, she also just has hair reaching out to heaven in defiance of it's god it's like the can i speak to the manager haircut where it's like bit. short and choppy and all the but it's and so it, high and they dyed it like jet 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 black and it's it's tragic and i love amy's mom but so they get to school and they sit down in class and we meet their teacher and this Who is, doesn't give a fuck about no anything. she's 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 checked out she's done with these kids she yeah she literally has to hand out cd roms every day yeah and that's, that's all it. she that's does all she does and then when her students leave the classroom and get up and leave she's like uh bye like it's just the kids that <laughs> and, and so this is where the movie drops like three crazy concepts on top of us in one second one the teacher introduces us to uh the earth protectors and she's like this is a uh naturalistic you know green greenpeace style organization that's all about fighting for a better planet also earth protectors is such a lazy fucking it's really game. lame oh you mean like this film emma yeah <laughs> and and then she says this, they're the ones responsible for giving every one of you students in the seventh grade a personal computer. And I was like, oh, so they gave the school some computers to put in like the library or something. That makes Dude, sense. Are these computers but in no, the home? They're the ones they use at home. Because I realized how would the, this is 2000, 2001. Not every house would have a computer. Yet. I pictured it being a laptop. Also. So did I. <laughs> but no, I absolutely think they just said, here's a free computer for you to put in your house. It's and, fucking crazy. And do our homework on it, basically. How did, um, where did the Earth Protectors get the initial capital? Um, well, there's no, hang on. <laughs> I'm not, that, that's, that like, well, that's, num- that's like crazy thing number 17. For, there's like 30 kids in that class. Crazy thing number two is they say that they are an environmental software company. How is, is that, that a thing? Yeah, what, what does, does that, that mean? Yeah. <laughs> How are you creating the software? The teacher didn't ask any questions. No, no, no literally, computers, yeah. Baby. Oh, you mean you're going to give me something to make me, let me not teach more? Great. No, that's exactly what this is. It's like, yeah. oh, this company that like we've never really heard of or checked out or really know nothing thing about because we, we don't like even look at the cd roms yeah they're basically gonna run this school now oh totally yeah yeah, yeah. they have free reign they, they can they run whatever kind of experiment they, they said want. give me that money and the teacher was like i don't want to teach these brats um but so then turtle is there and by turtle i do mean e. <laughs> e, yeah yeah he gives this and whole e, and e is wearing yeah like hawaii like dazed and confused type clothing that's and like velvet he, like, pants he, velvet, he got, his pants yeah. are velvet they're also like five times too big. Like he went to Lane Bryan on accident. Also, and, like, why is he? Why are the villains in this movie? And by that I mean just Turtle slash E. Why is he <laughs> wearing a Hawaiian shirt the entire I, time? The whole, I kind of yeah, feel like except what, at the very end when he has oh, yeah, a, a suit, suit on. on. But yeah. oh, when he's dressed like a Miami Coke dealer, yeah, that was <laughs> yes. interesting. I yes. have a weird feeling. I, I, this the one thing this movie doesn't have that I think it should have is there's no real like supervillain setup or anything. There's no. What like, is, does he want? Money? Yeah, I guess just, just money. money. 
that's my one problem with that's my one problem with Malcolm as a villain is that his only motivation is he wants to get rich. Which I mean, it's a kids movie. You don't also need to like do the that tech much. in this. Like to spoil it, guys, these CD-ROMs control people's minds. Yeah, the tech in this is insane. Oh yeah, the fact that if they had this invented and they all they did was give it to a class of sixth graders, like give that to anyone else well, in here's, power. No, well, here's that's the, the problem. Thing. There was no. Here, 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 there was. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're, sorry, let me say this. Is that like they, this? Is what I'm saying is this movie does a weird amount of like a surprising amount. I should say it's very welcome to set some rules about how stuff works and like you know explain the world a little bit. But like we are told straight up that the reason they're doing this is because it the program only works on kids. And she's and but then they, we see and they say later and they say later that um, the adult mind is almost impossible to control. So then they say, except for in every case when they but, control adult but minds. So then he <laughs> says we need to ask them, but you abundant. They need to find out more about the adults they want to control so they can calibrate the program to specifically work on them. And I'm like, okay, that's some kind of explanation of why it works now. But then someone different gets the program than the one they had a program yes! for the person, and it still works on I, them. I, what? I, I, Yes, that's all true. My biggest thing was, like, there was never a clear, I guess the motive for E was, yeah, just, like, financial, but he kept, like, there was no clear, like, this is the plan, or this is, like... Even when he said, like, when he revealed that it's financial, and he's like, you can make them buy anything, do anything, I'm like, but what? What are you, how are, what are you going to make them buy? He is not even clear about that. There there was nothing clear about that. And also the relationship between him and the actual, what was her name? The actual woman that created it. I have no fucking idea what that woman's name is. I want to say it was Dana. I just know that her voice was I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't think it's Dana. It's something like that though. Okay, but also, so E walks, E drops off the programs and gets in a car. Yeah, in a in, van. yeah, a well, black he, well, he van. You, he, they, this, this is his big villain moment. Don't steal it from him. Is he gives his whole spiel about like save the earth. And he's like, hey, you're gonna recycle that, right? And as he's like walking out of the school, he's like, he hey kids, the candy hey, no, he says, hey kids, recycle those cans and like, hey, you know, whatever. Nina, and then it was we, Nina. Nina, Nina, Nina. Right, I was close. And then. And then he's like, yeah, we see him just like crumple a gum wrapper and throw it on the ground. He's like, I hate kids. And yeah, it's like, oh, he's a bad guy. Like, he doesn't care about the earth. Gas. But what did Nina, like, how did like he and Nina even form a partnership? How did he even hook or, up like, with Nina if he hasn't Yeah, exactly. Her? And they're clearly in like an evil lair. And like Nina, like, actually thinks this is about the invite. Like, that's what. Well, I, I, just, I, I mean, like, I assumed he had some money and he invested it all in this mind control thing. And then when he so did she I, put an ad on ID.com, like looking for someone else with my mind control scam? Maybe I don't know. Uh, there's some dirt, dirt, but also Emma. There's no websites. This is 2001. There's True. like three websites you can go to. Um, but then he's like, okay, uh, Nina's not expecting us for hours. Uh, I know what to do. So then they go to a bank. And he yeah. goes up to the guy and is like, I'm here to make a withdrawal. And then he's like, well, you're showing that you have a $1.37 in your account. Um, and he's like, well, check it again. And then we see the Earth Protectors logo. I also love that we're two things. Living in a world in which bank, bank tellers can openly make fun of people for being poor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a very good point. That was fucking crazy. Like, I know he, we know he's the villain, but I was like, that's a fucking wild world we, this is. And then also, why do they have the software at the bank? Yeah, it literally, he looked at the time, right? Yeah, he looked at like the time, like, it's like, now when's the virus is going to go off? And I was like, you don't know we how. We never saw them do no, that. No, and it's like, you don't know how to do viruses. That's the girl. You don't know how to do this. Like, that. What? Well, that was another note throughout the film. Does E know because... Because there are other parts where he's, like, fiddling with the, the program. Like, he doesn't know how to code or do anything. That's Nina. No, he yet, doesn't like, know how to do no. anything. That's her. All he knows how to do is wear tiny sunglasses and throw shit on the ground. And wear Hawaiian shirts. 
literally five minutes later from the whole, um, yeah, this works on adolescence. Well, all the tellers are just adults, so I guess yeah. it well, works the, on everyone. And they hand over the money. Well, yeah, they do start doing that, but I think what they're saying is it just doesn't work perfectly because they're handing over the really? money. Really? It seemed then, pretty well until the well, dude no, sneezes. Yeah, the guy but, sneezes and it knocks sneezes. him out of it. Like, when we see it work on the kids, the kids, like, almost can't be shaken out of it. It's like a whole thing. But yeah, they so they start handing over the money and then they get woken out of it and they're like, oh, security. And I was like, mm, technically you did just give them the money, so I feel like you wouldn't call security. But like, if you did just come out of a trance, we're like, oh, why do you have all this money? Brr. And basically, Elix slips into the crowd. Yeah. How was that possible? They saw his fate. No and he idea. Was talking to them. Yeah, this I will say this about this movie is it does run on a lot of kids' movie logic, wherein things just kind of happen because they happen. Like, but uh, okay, spoiler alert. Let's keep it moving. They call security they're like they mm -hmm. it's deemed a robbery even though yeah. it isn't really a no robbery. there was no threat or anything and the, we're kids they, he, he uh the dad is driving the kids to the soccer game yes this is when randy then also keeps coming at this poor dad yeah. <laughs> the white boy randy when he goes yeah tell us mr marshall uh how was it using hammer and chisel yeah like, what the fuck was that <laughs> yeah, and then, who talks to their friend's dad that's like, what oh, he's, he's, he's really he's he really chill throughout the whole film totally totally and then, okay so then the, okay so then the dad gets like a superhero page he gets a page and then he's like oh i got an emergency at the office and then randy again is like you're an, an orthodontist, orthodontist. <laughs> what kind of emergency yeah what the fuck do you have going on mr marshall and then, and then <laughs> as they get out of the car because he's got to drop you guys off a little far a little ways from the game um i'm having car trouble was the yeah, lie yeah. that his kid supplies and he goes and then, and then the kid goes that's always fucking happens when your dad drives <laughs> i was like randy relax you drive then where are your fucking parents i like jesus christ um so then this is where the sound design i immediately was like oh god it's this is gonna suck is this is the big triumphant moment the dad gets out of the car we see him flinging uh, his normal clothes onto like a rock it also looks really stupid just like there's and there's just no freaking gravity of the situation None. there's no like dun 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 like heroic music behind him it's just like dun, 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 dun. it's just nothing and then he finally stands out there again no heroic music behind him wearing his freaking outfit guys, guys oh I my actually god loved certain parts of this movie. I think E is doing the great job. Yeah. I think this family is all actually great actors. The the core family. And I think, I think the okay. grandpa is cute. The grandpa's and, the best. And yeah, one. he's the best. Because he's George Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. I, I am like loving a lot of aspects of this. Just a bit of advice. They could have spent a little bit more money on the costumes. They they blew through their costume budget with something else. They had to. Have. Maybe it was the fire Why do they on look fire. So bad. I have seen better superhero costumes at Party they, City. They look like the superhero costumes that like they look like a superhero costume of a, uh, a comic book. You would yeah. see on like the background of a shot and a normal TV show that like you're just supposed to know that that is a superhero. It's very it's uncanny valley. Like it's just like so somewhat off. Like the masks. So whatever that material they make those mm -hmm. masks out of is. Very unflattering and uncanny valley creepy. And I, I genuinely don't think we see a lot of superheroes in the movie. I do not think I saw one outfit that I thought that one's kind of okay. The the best one is the moms and the other all. The mom's mask makes her the look mask so is bad, bad, but the outfit but itself she's is really fine. pretty. And I don't understand how that happens. It's it's rough. It's also and it's just a lame change in the costume. I feel like they knew that like no one's gonna think this is cool because the costume sucks. Um, but so he flies away by saying, again, just stealing Superman's catchphrase up, up, up and away and flies into the sky. And then, so he lands in front of the bank and he's like, oh great, I'll head right in there. And then all of a sudden, three of the criminals who we saw were in uh, Malcolm's gang fly out, crash through the windows, 
and we see the mom step out in her costume with a big W on it. And they only what is she? Warrior Woman. Warrior and he's Bronze Eagle. Yeah. Um and so she's like and this is actually kind of a funny scene. I do like this. Where they go up and they start having like kind of an argument. They commit to they it and commit. I like that. That's what I will say about the action. I actually don't think the acting from the family is that solid. It just feels like they're very much like reading lines but every one of them is taking it so seriously they commit here. they commit 100 percent, and they're like so the the goons try to like punch them and they just block them and like flip them over and like throw them and they're like oh sorry i didn't get make it to practice like i told you i had a trustees meeting you were supposed to cover this and blah, what blah, is blah, blah. her job like also uh, she she's business, a very high power oh, job yeah, yeah definitely but so uh, this fight goes just happens for a little while and it's just kind of fun and funny because they're like so nonchalant about the way they're fighting these criminals that, well that's the thing this is a fucking bank robbery and like <laughs> the only Cops, cops are just like blocking, like just like bystanders from not like kind of oh, getting. They have but the they have the guys on the ground, and, for, they, and then the cops still just stand the, there for twenty do, minutes. And they don't have guns. And then the the robbers literally run to their van to like That's escape. The no thing. one gives a fuck. They, they like, run no one cast a cop car to yes. get to their van, and I'm like, excuse you. Like, and this is where we learned that like in this world. Everyone who works in emergency response is useless. useless. They can't do anything. Like it's almost like a parody of a superhero thing where it's like everyone becomes literally so once they superheroes. like put get the bad guys like behind the back so the cops are like yay yeah, like they're just, they're like visibly seen they just don't have cops there like what no. is their purpose? Um, but so he they solve this they stop their van as they're trying to run away and then. He's like, all right, I gotta get to the game. But E slips into the crowd, so yes. E is still on the loose. Also, I love that E in this says, "I was online." Only New Yorkers say "online." Good catch. I didn't realize he was from New York, but he is. He's from Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That make that explains every almost everything about mm-hmm. him. But so the dad makes it to the game. The mom takes off on her super fast motorcycle because she can't fly, and uh, dad makes it to the game and sits down. Game starts. And then all of a sudden, we see the brother from the breakfast scene, like, zoom into, into frame. He comes in really fast and sits down. And Dad's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. The Some... brother gets a new power every the scene. The brother's powers are insane. The brother gets a new power insane. every fucking scene. I'm it's... like, can we, like, list these out up top just so I can stay up to date? Yeah. Because it starts with super speed. Super speed. And electricity in yeah, his fingers. So, so they're saying, like, that he can just, like, move at the speed of light, which... Do- is impossible because he would be burning everything just from the friction he was creating if he was moving at the speed of light. Okay, nerd. And, and so then he's the, they're like, he's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Someone might see you. And then this literally, I kid you not, this has bothered me since I was a child because it's straight up not how anything works. Is he says, oh, don't worry. If anyone ever saw me, I'd just fry a few brain cells. And he puts his fingers together and makes electricity. So we learn he has electricity powers. Yo, dog, that's not <laughs> how memories work. You can't just go up to a person pass an electric current through them and be like, I'm going to fry but a specific that, part of your that, brain. This is how the movie posits. They're like, do we need to have him go erase some memories? Yeah. I'm like, how is that a power that he has? Yeah, he's not a psychic. They he's literally not were going to have him go into the crowd and uh, like erase people's memories mm-hmm. using electricity? Which and then like, the point where they have him like fry a computer? Yeah, I was like, and also we, yeah, we also see, we also oh, see, the computer we also see that he has trouble absurd. controlling electricity sometimes because he fries that computer. So I definitely think there is, there's no doubt in my mind at some point he has been like, hey, you gotta erase this person's memory. And he's like, okay. And so just then, killed and him? Then, no, don't, don't just kill it. But then the guy came home and was like, I've never had a wife. What are you, who are you? Who's this stranger in my home? <laughs> like, what, what's going on? So then, like, they play the soccer game. Everything with the soccer and the... Who's the chick that... Uh, Amy. Amy. Like, it's just... 
all, it's just all irrelevant. It's just not important at all. The it's other a waste plot time. line is just very interesting, like the becoming a superhero plot. So I really don't give a shit about you making the captain of your soccer. Yeah, yeah that, nobody that's another cares. thing. That's another thing I had in this movie. It feels very busy. Like it feels like it yes. needs like seven different things to happen. Like you've got the super. They could have pl- cut the soccer thing entirely. Oh yeah, you've got the soccer thing. You've got the supervillain thing. You got the family superhero thing. You've got the lying about having superpowers thing. There's so much going on that it just. Really- Honestly, I think the soccer thing is in here. Just because of the scenes where he fucking throws a soccer ball in the air and it just like leaves or a pool oh, you or mean something, the dumbest like, yeah. part and, of this movie that doesn't yeah, and they're like, oh, anyway. that must have been Scott flying that we didn't like physically see ourselves. I literally think that's why the soccer thing's in there because of that bullshit. I, I wouldn't be surprised. And so then we come back to their house and they're watching a news report. Uh, the family's all talking about it. I thought that like a good chunk of the plot of this movie was going to be like what's happening? How did they create to create a yeah. bank robbery no one remembers? And like, why are key, key kids doing these crazy things? Instantly, the yeah. dad's like, probably yeah, mind I, control I device. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, because I remember that being the case, that like, there hadn't been mind control before, but the dad's like, they might have been using some kind of mind control. I'm like, glad we're not going to go sleuthing for that answer. You know how it's much more fun narratively when you just tell us up top? Like, what the fuck was that? So they have this talk about the bank robbery, and he's like, it's probably mind control. And I was like, okay, great. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is better than the parents being idiots and just being like, well. Aren't the parents kind of idiots? Well, why would your fucking yeah, mind bit. jump to mind control? Because they're <laughs> superheroes. Emma, they have to f- face mind control at some point. And so then we, uh, we go up to Scott's room with the dad, and he like... And the dad's like, hey. There's so. a whole thing we haven't touched on. Oh, no. There's a whole third plot line there. Oh, yeah, which is the kind of the biggest plot line, uh, which becomes a big plot Which, by line. the way, will not give you the resolution you're looking for. No. It will leave you blue balls. So he goes up to his room and is like, hey, buddy, how you doing? And he's like, ah, oh, you know, I didn't feel so good about the game, but whatever. And he's like, Scott, I, I want to talk to you about your superpowers. And he's like, yeah, I know. I've only got a couple days left. And so the rule of this movie... Is like I genuinely do think, by the way, Emma, that they wrote thirteen, but they already had made the thirteenth year, and they were like, "We can't do thirteen again." So if you don't get superpowers by the time you turn fourteen, you never get them. And he's turning fourteen in four days, and he hasn't gotten superpowers yet. So they all kind of think. And keep in mind, his little sister already has like seven different. Yeah, she got X-ray vision, laser vision, something else. The brother's got. The brother has. Who the fuck knows? The brother's a god. They also talk about this a little bit at the soccer game too. But this is where he talks to him about, and he's like, "Well, you know, a lot of people." And they're throwing him a big 14th birthday party that's supposed to be like his. I'm coming out as a superhero party, but they don't want to have that and like embarrass themselves. They're not embarrass themselves. Embarrass, embarrass him because it would be embarrassing. Obviously, if it doesn't surprise. And is but this where he Scott, overhears the fight, or has he not heard that yet? That happens after this okay. talk. So, because he, because he's like, well, you know, I've got a couple days left. It could still happen. He's like, yeah, it could still happen. And so then, like, it cuts downstairs to the mom making dinner, and they're like, you got us. We got to face facts. Scott just doesn't have superpowers. This is when I wrote like, this is just sky high. This is the same. We got to cancel a little. Yeah, it's the same concept. But this movie did it first, and it was like, we got to cancel this party. It's gonna be embarrassing. And he's like, no, just give him one more day. If no power show up, we'll cancel the whole thing. And so Scott overhears this by like standing in the hallway and he's like, okay, I got it. And so then he does a hard cut to the next day and we see Scott unscrewing uh, the screws on a door. And I was like, oh, I remember this. This is, this is funny. And then all of a sudden the, this old man and older woman walk in and the old man is played by George Jefferson. Yes. And it's the dad's parents. And he is, the, he's the steel condor is his name, which, wow, that's. That's a title. Um, but like, they're having this whole argument about who's gonna carry the groceries or whatever. And then they're like, oh, here, Scott, come say hi to your grandma and grandpa. And so 
This literally made me start screaming laughing. Oh, yes. Agreed. So Scott walks up. So, hey, you know how doors are actually kind of heavy, folks? So this 14-year-old non-superpowered child unscrews the things from this door. And he his plan is to grip it by the handle and then throw it away so it looks unconnected already. So it looks like he ripped it out because he has super strength. I was thinking maybe just rip it off, pretend like it came off the hinges. Whatever. It goes no, flying. Yeah, this door does not backwards. just fall off. It, it flies 10 feet backwards. Oh, 10 feet backwards. If it, there was it, a it bomb explosion. the thing off the grill. And you can see the freaking invisible, like, fish string carry this, like, cardboard door. Yes. Why would it need to do that when he doesn't have superpowers? And they didn't explain yeah, it. Just have him pull it off its hinges and they'll be like, whoa, that still works. But he, like, throws it like a country mile. It literally goes flying like a frisbee into their back. Backyard. And again, the sound behind it, nothing triumphant. It's just like, Meh. yep, it happened. So, so then they all sit down to dinner and like, they're all like, oh, we're so proud of you, Scott. You're getting your powers and everything like two thumbs up. It's going to be so great. And then this, this is the weirdest scene in the whole movie for me because the daughter, this little sister goes, I, yeah. he was trying to fly the other Which, day. Which, is that, today. is that true? Like, why would we not see it? Why would Show, we not, don't why tell. Would we why not would we not see, see yeah, it? Why would we not see it? One. Two, when you tell me he was trying to fly, because he's just getting his superpowers, I'm imagining him, like, you know, <laughs> standing in the yard, like, jumping up and down or whatever. Yeah. And so I thought they would be like, oh, that's cute, Scott. You know, I'm sure it'll come. But the entire family acts... Like the dad just, literally goes all like the dad wants this so badly yeah. that any he's willing to believe anything. He's like, "Oh, you must have fucking flown around everywhere." Yeah, These parents, I in like hot take, not great at being parents to mm-hmm. this kid without superpowers. He's like really butthurt in that argument that he overhears, and I understand why the kid did this. I cannot wait till we get to the what was her name, Nina, in the burning building. Oh god! Oh my god, oh my god. god man! I cannot but, wait. But to so get to that. Every, the entire family just starts freaking out because like the mom's even like Scott flying is one of the hardest things I do can do. I can't even fly, and so I was like, wait, but. He he didn't he didn't fly though. Yeah, and he's already made up that he like kind of maybe has super strength. Now he's, he's gonna make up another one. Yeah, and he's been saying it like just keep the lies small. That's yeah. my advice, everyone listening to this Here's podcast. A, if you're gonna lie, keep always keep it small. Keep it small. Keep, keep it believable. believable. Yeah. Don't add flying. Don't and add don't, flying. And don't involve your little sister. The fact that she saw you means you're already screwing up. And so they're like all really impressed by his feat of trying to figure out his superpowers, which I don't understand. And then the older brother's like, oh, I gotta see a demonstration. And he's like... This line could have been read as him being a dick, but the older brother genuinely believes him, I think. Yeah. I well, can't really read the older brother as well as you can read the sister not believing him. Right. But the older brother also is excited. He also wants his brother to have superpowers, so he'd like be bummed if not. You know what? Um, Not to be a dick, I also want him to have superpowers, but mm-hmm. that's so fucking crazy. But that's so fucking crazy as the viewer <laughs> that I wanted in the movie about superheroes for our main character to get superpowers is that a wild thing for me to want i, I don't think so I, I didn't hate it that he doesn't get I, superpowers i thought it was in fine. what way did you not hate it because the, it's the whole message of the movie you, you don't need powers to be a superhero it doesn't, I'm not it doesn't take powers to help channel people original movie for realism for realism for like a good theme about yeah, everyday these, life these... and being normal it should be an escapism give the kid a fucking power yeah but these things always try and teach you some kind of moral of like you know he could have still person. learned that and gotten a cool sick power at the end you could have all gone home you're happy. just mad because this movie didn't do the sky high thing where he did have <laughs> nodding right now <laughs> where he like has a big dramatic moment where he's fighting this oh, jerk oh you know how like a movie would <laughs> frankly I didn't give a fuck whether he got powers or not but I did have like 
like, as a note, like, okay, well, I'm sure, like, at the end of the film, because I didn't really, I think I saw this once, and the only thing I remembered about it was E, to be honest, so I didn't really remember, like, what... Yeah, when I told Dylan we were doing this movie in January, I was like, do you like that movie? And he's like, I don't know, I don't remember. Is that the guy with Entourage Entourage in it? And then I was like, I don't know, and he Googles it, and he was like, oh yeah, we're gonna have a good time. online, the one from Long Island, thank you so much. Yeah, that was the only thing I remember was E, but, like, (laughs) my note was, uh, oh, at the end, like, he's gonna have to save his parents, and, like, powers are gonna kick in or something. Yes, 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 you know how, like, a movie would. Yeah, that would have been just too obvious or foreshadowing, though, and the, yeah, the actual, like, the Disney writers must have just been like, nah. <laughs> you mean this is the one time they were like, we're not going to be formulaic? We're yeah, gonna exactly. We're going to do something new? Like, dude, like, that's the model. And they were just like, like, they didn't see it. I think they realized they didn't have the budget to give him powers. Oh, definitely. They were like, we are out of money. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't even remember. So yeah, he's like, okay, I'll go get my training cape, which is apparently a thing. And he goes and puts his cape on like an idiot. And he's like, this is stupid. I should just tell them that it was a fluke. I can't fly. And then this is this where, is so this is where all stupid. the, all the characters are turned out to be idiots, except for George. Yeah. Yeah, literally, what are like, people so stupid? Because they say we, we need a demonstration of you flying. So I was expecting them all to get up from the dinner table, go outside, they and remain, watch it. They remain, they remain seat seated, and he, and he just screams, okay, guys, I'm outside now. You definitely can't Don't see. get up. And he f- takes a soccer ball, and he goes up up and away and he throws it at the tree so it sounds like something hit the tree as he was taking off and the mom's like oh we hit the tree and then they all rush out and then they're like oh man I don't see him and he's like well he must be in the sky he must have done it and then they and then like they wait a minute I was like, he's well, also two feet away from them oh he's right behind them and they all are just if standing. anyone was to turn around they mm-hmm. would have seen him if anyone was to turn around and check on their food they would be like oh there's Scott and so they're like, oh, he's been up there too long. We can't see him. We better come down. And then Scott just does like a, huh. Yeah. Like he just like sets, <laughs> like, so it makes it look like he landed. But like, he's right next to them. Like, oh, they would have heard him land. And then he's like. Or seen him. Oh, it's so stupid. But thank God the grandpa doesn't suffer any fools. Yeah. The grandpa like pulls Scott aside and is like, hey, um, do you think I'm a freaking idiot? <laughs> and he's like. What? No, what are you talking about, Grandpa? He's like, and you didn't fly. You didn't fly, and I clearly saw that that uh, door had all the bolts taken out of it. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, what are you doing? and he's like, uh, he's like, look, Grandpa, I just don't want to disappoint Dad. I just want to make him at least think I have powers up until the party. We can have the party, and he won't be embarrassed in front of his friends. Keep in mind that they are definitely not like, oh, they never say anything that's like, we're gonna be the laughing stock of the superhero community no. if we don't have a kid. So they're just like. We don't want to embarrass him, but he feels like he's going to embarrass his parents if he doesn't have superpowers. So it's like, we just need to have the party, and then I'll tell my dad that I don't actually have superpowers, and it'll be fine. And then Grandpa's like, well, Scott, a superhero is not supposed to lie. And then he's like, well, but can you, though? And he's like, yeah, fine. And so that's, like, the third or fourth plot that starts going on in this movie that he's lying to his parents about having superpowers. Then we cut to back to the first or second plot, I have lost track at this point, of Scott finally sitting down to do his homework from last night. He puts the CD in his new computer and we see the Earth Protectors thing spin around and it says things like, Earth Protectors is now in control. Earth, follow these instructions. Earth Protectors will tell you what to do. And then there's This is like, when I made the note, did they give him a fucking desktop computer? Yeah, <laughs> they I definitely did. They did. And then like the, uh, so we just see him like standing there, sitting there slack jawed, staring at the screen. And then his dad walks up and is like, come on, Sky, you're late for school. Let's go. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, that homework was easy. Like, it didn't take me very long at all. Anyway, I got to go change. So he takes him to school and then he tells the older brother, uh, can you just stop by the bank with me so we can check it out? Oh, yeah, because the dad sees. This is when see- they go fry the fucking bank. Oh, yeah, computers. and because the dad sees him sitting slack jawed and he's like, it looked like you were 
mind, mind control. control. They're mesmerized. Yeah. But then, when in the next like twenty minutes, when he brings up the mind control being in the computer, yep. they're like, "No way!" And he never. And then, yeah, later when Scott is like, "Hey, I think this thing is mind controlling people," and he's like, "Well, I have thought mind control has been going on this entire film, and I specifically thought you, you were being mind controlled at this but computer now I'm a day ago." But now I'm definitely not going to believe you. And so then he's like, "Hey, can you stop by the bank with me to check out the computers?" And then the brother like zooms away and zooms back, and then we see the brother's superhero Why outfit. Why is the brother's superhero outfit a crop top? He yeah, looks what like he the pulled like seven different thing. things from a leftover costume bin at Party City, and was just like, "This works." It's like kind of an astronaut, but not. No, it looks like something kind of steampunky. Almost, he's got like goggles on his face, and but like, it fits with his poop superpower combination that makes zero fucking I sense. I guess sense. his superhero name is also Silver Charge. I believe, like, I did. There's no like lightning bolt logo or anything. It's oh, is that? Did they actually say he has a name? It's Silver Charge. Yeah, they, they, when they go to the bank, they, he's talking to the bank manager. Why wouldn't they clear up these names up top? Because he's talking to the bank manager and he's like, oh, we need to see your computers. We're worried that someone got in. He's like, no, our systems are hack proof, which means, of course, they're not. That's not And then, <laughs> and then so yeah, then, then Bronze Eagle looks at the kid, the brother, and is like, hey. This was, I think this is the funniest moment of the yeah, movie. He, I laughed very hard. And, he goes, and it's not intended to be funny. No. I was like, this is the she stupidest She goes, can thing you ever. check out this computer? And he's like, you got it. And he rubs his hands together and just starts, I just have to imagine the actor just doing like, Fushigi hand motions over this thing because like where, where there's no lightning bolts in real life and it's just so funny because there's just like zzz, like it's just him frying this thing and it's not like I thought it was going to be like code like wrapping around like he's going to use or he was going to like turn into an electric signal and go into the computer no, pixel no, no. perfect they, style they, he shocks the shit out of a dead win- Windows 98 man yeah and the dad just goes he gets a little excited sometimes and that's where they he calls him silver charge he says silver charge can you check out this computer and he's like alright I screwed it up and it's like yeah, wow then also in because he destroys their one computer, they now have no record of any of the sy- the bank no. systems. They can't go back and find it. What happens next? Uh, I don't. Is there a scene where they're back at like the evil lair with Eve? Oh no, and I think there Nina? is because my next note is about her just wanting them to recycle. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. Thing. So there's like <laughs> such a clear mismatch between E and Nina, and like Nina's like stupid, I guess. I, like oh, she's yeah, she's incredibly gullible. But also they yeah, because they cut back. We cut back to the lair, and he has to explain to Nina. Oh, like oh, by the way, half the crew got arrested, and she's yeah, like, what? She's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> you robbed a bank? Yeah, he's like, I tried to rob a bank and she's like why would you do that we're trying he to get- also just like immediately cops to robbing a bank oh totally he try to hide. He's like, yeah, and then, a bank. even though i was there and my face was seen but i escaped clean so of course and then he's like- <laughs> i was on camera but i was interviewed <laughs> by the news actually he was interviewed by no, the no, news no no he's he gave a statement to a cop and then he uh tells her she, she's like he's like your program doesn't even work I didn't get the money. Okay. And then she's like, this because it works only on adolescents, you freaking idiot. Guys, like, I thought, like, something about this was just, like, such a classic, like, bad boyfriend thing where it's, like, like I almost read that they read into it like they were dating because he's... That's what I... Like, no, that's what I thought, too. Because it's literally, like, the classic, like, trash boyfriend thing of, like, I cheated on you and, like, I'm gonna make it your fault. Like, it's, like, <laughs> I cheated on you and I wouldn't do that if you weren't such a bitch. Like, and he's, like, I robbed a bank and she's, like, what? And he's, like, well, your program didn't even fucking work. And he's, like, that's not what it's for. Yeah, and we need funding for this shit, Nina. So yeah, yeah. He's like, "What do you want to do? We gotta get one of these in every school in America. We gotta rob banks." And she's she's like, like, "I guess." guess." (laughs) And so then she has to hack into the jail computers to like put get them all released or whatever. Yeah, which is also a psychotic thing. But so then then we cut into school and like uh, freaking uh, Malcolm shows up and he's he again is dressed like he's late for an appointment at Margaritaville. Yeah. And he's the manager of the Yeah, And like uh we see all the students are wearing blue and the teacher's like, huh? 
That's weird. Whatever. I literally yeah, don't exactly. care about anything. Literally, yeah, exactly. Literally, eh, all right, whatever. She asks zero questions, mm. including when they're collecting money in the- That was the most bizarre. Literally envelopes of cash. She walks handing by over. and sees and she's, him taking she's, the cash from children. She, like, smiles. She's like, oh, I wish, like, I could get my students to do homework. Like, It's visibly not homework. It's visibly piles of money. Oh, yeah, totally. And then, uh, but so, they're all wearing blue, and then they, like, she's like, whatever, I don't care. And, like, collects the assignments, and, like, did anyone not do their assignment? And there's one kid wearing red who's like, I did. And then he also, like, everyone, like, starts laughing at him. And I was like, is this for a grade? I don't think I would have done this homework either, honestly. Like, what is this? Oh, the kid in the red? The kid in the red should be laughing his ass off. Yeah, Yeah, you guys are, like, fucking more. You guys are idiots. And and then, like, so... The kid in the red's like, hey, I I didn't fucking take any money. Oh, yeah, I didn't steal all of my parents' cash. Yeah, and then so then they uh, they go to lunch and then Adam, the older brother, runs into them and he's like, why are you guys all wearing blue? Is there a pep rally or something? He's like, oh, no, I didn't even notice. And then him's like, why are you guys at the same school that brother's 10 years older than that him? That too, yes. But then also we get a scene of Amy talking to this other kid that they carpool with sometimes and is like their fourth ancillary friend who never gets a name or, uh, or lines. But he's, she's like, what are you doing? And he takes the aluminum foil from her like her sandwich and he's like, I'm going to be your boyfriend. And he's like, rolls it into a ball. And they're like throwing it back and forth. And then he's like, here's Scott. And he whips it right at Scott's face. And Scott goes to catch it. And then the brother catches it instead. And he just starts going like, oh, ah, ah. And then he, like, collapses. He's like, hey, are you okay? And he just, like, lets the ball. And we see his skin start to, like, glow radioactive green. And he's like, what are you doing, man? Don't you know enough of this? Like, that you're dangerous. Like, I'm sorry. I forgot. And, he's like, and, and, like, he says this exclusively for the audience where he goes, aluminum foil is the only thing that messes with our molecular structure. And no, doesn't he say enough of it enough can kill of it us? it will kill us. Stakes are high. And I gotta, I don't, I don't know if I want to give this movie credit or not for this, that it's like an inventive, unique weakness. And honestly, I think it's the thing most people kind of remember from this movie being like, yeah, that superhero movie where they're all weak to aluminum foil. What? (laughs) Um, but also I think it was a kind of unique idea. But really what it was is that they ran out of props money and were like, well, we got to make something, their cage out of a weakness at the end. What's something cheap we can buy? Well, in they bulk? ran out of money. We saw that's that what in I'm their saying, costumes. and so they're like, I don't know, freaking aluminum foil. Then they immediately like checked Costco or Sam's Club yes. in oh, terms yeah. of totally. a bulk order, and they're like, we barely make it. But it's also unclear like whether it's just being around foil or the physical touching. Touch because, of it. Like they make it seem in this scene like it's you have to touch it, but, but in this in the opening scene where they say like being around it makes me weak in the knees, and then at the ending scene it seems and then like it's literally just like close by being around yeah. it saps their strength uh so then it cuts to back home and the dad is giving the son uh scott some flying lessons where he's like about trying to learn how to like take off and stuff like that when he's just trying to go to the soccer game and and like uh they're like hey this is a terrible idea like why i can't even really fly yet he's like don't worry we're gonna practice flying right now and he grabs scott by the arm and takes off with him into the sky and like we get a pretty I mean, I'll obviously expect this at this point, a very crappy flying green screen scene. It's about- don't, doesn't they drop him off directly at a soccer game? Oh, yeah. Well, no, he, Do they he, literally well, no. land at the soccer game? No, they don't land at the soccer game. He drops him literally in the sky because he thinks his son can fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then he just, and he just, start, he just the plummets earth. to the earth because obviously he's like skydiving right now. Oh, yeah. I forgot about and that. And then so he has to like swoop down and save him. And then he's like, why are you guys late? And he's like, uh, yeah, he's just a little queasy. You know, he, he, it's not a great experience. <laughs> And then, like, and yeah, they show up to the soccer game. Apparently, I was under the impression they were picking captains after the last That's game. That's what we're saying. That's what me and Dylan are saying. They, they said last game, they said, hey, they're picking captains. 
throughout the whole film, they keep pushing it. Yeah. And they were like, supposed to do game. it the last we game. We see, like, six fucking games and before they vote on Captain, which is not yeah. picked. It's voting. It's a voting thing. And so then they run off into the game, and I don't think... Can we, we get to the superhero party now? Yeah, we need to get to the stupidest freaking scene in the whole movie, which is the superhero party. So these people have... We just had a whole Talk scene. about running out of budget. They are, like, slapping children's toys. So they're, oh, they're yeah. like, taping. There was, like, at one point, someone has, I think, like, a baby monitor just taped to their <laughs> chest. <laughs> and that's, like, supposed to be part of their yeah, superhero well, Because costume. they all have, like... Like, the mom and dad have, like, pagers to page them for emergencies. And everybody else has, like, weird things that let oh, them... Oh, the one woman part. literally has, like, that... What, that like ring pop on her finger. Yes, yes. They bought yes. a ring pop for her. Which, like, again, I feel like is like a world building thing. There's some kind of like universal superhero frequency, but everyone is just dressed. Every- First of all, Emma's right. Again, all of these superhero costumes suck. Also, they look so just, cheap. Like, what is the one guy who just has giant ears that has like big <laughs> no, pumpkin heads no, of Halloween tone no, energy? Like, best, I was like, what is the that? Best one is the, the best one is the guy just straight up dressed as Superman. Blue super suit, but he had like the biggest, fakest muscles inserted into the arms, and he's just got a big yellow M on his chest and like yellow and red boots. It's so obviously lazy. But here's the thing, y'all, and I don't know if either of you realized it. We just had a scene where they talked about you can't practice taking off during the day because people will see it and they'll give away your secret identity. They have this superhero party at their goddamn house. Oh, in yeah. the middle of the day, in the middle outside. Of the day, the there's just outside. hundreds of superheroes. Everyone's walking around in full costume in the middle of this suburban and it's, neighborhood. And it's an inside-outside party. They're oh, yeah. If anyone walks down the street, they're going to see every... And they have, like, supercars outside and stuff. Yeah. They're going to be like, uh, I think the free... What is last name? Mar- Marshall, I think. Marshall. I think the Marshalls are freaking superheroes, honey. There's it is so blatantly obvious that they are su- like, they don't even pretend most of the film and stuff, except for like the whole mask thing. Otherwise, yeah, it is blatantly obvious they're superheroes. Like, they don't oh, really totally. even try. And like, they even have a comment earlier where they're like, the dad is like, oh yeah, the photographer called like, for like, more superhero picks. So like, everyone knows, I think. So, I don't you know. think, so you think except Brandy. Did, but. So you think everybody actually Randy does no Everybody actually does know they're superheroes, but they just play along. The yeah. Previous. Like, they're just like, yeah, so we all know they're obviously obvious superheroes, yeah. but we're just going to not be Okay, about like, it. also, let's get to the meat and the potatoes of this scene. There's a woman trapped in a burning Oh, building. my God. It's Nina from... Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, well then, don't just jump there, because they give us all this setup. And so he, he wants to find Bronze Eagle... Because he fig- he knows they're after him now. Like, they are, they've been tipped off that someone's mind-controlling people. And so he says, Nina, only you can do this super important job. I need you to slip this tracking device onto Bronze Eagle when he shows up to save you. Which she never does, No, right? she does not do that. No. And also... And also <laughs> just wanted clarity there. She doesn't no, do that. No, that whole thing is him. just... No, that... that never yeah. follows through. Okay. And, and so she gives... He gives him the tracking device. And also, like, for some reason they do set this up, too, is that Malcolm is super concerned with finding their base... Like, finding their base is going to solve everything. You know what? Just do a little drive-by through the neighborhood. You yeah. could have seen a massive party with 50 superheroes, mm-hmm. and you would have found But also, base. no, they can also just kick your ass. If you don't have superpowers, they'll just kick your ass, my dude. But so they, like, set her up in this warehouse and are like, he's talking, he has, like, another, like, big, massive, bald-headed henchman who's, like, in on this with him. And is like, listen, this is a win-win. Bronze Eagle shows up, we get the tracking device on him. 
Uh, we find out where he lives, we turn him to our side with mind control, which again shouldn't work because it only works on adolescents. Or we freaking kill Nina and we don't have to yeah. worry about uh, her. That was fuck. You need her. Yeah. You literally you, need you her. You literally need her to program it to work on adults. And it's like we, and then she won't stop, bu- she'll stop bugging us about trying to save the rainforest or whatever. And then he's like, yep, total win win. Let's go get tacos or stuff. No, he said steak. 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 He said, you want steak? I'm buying. And it's like, wait, are you just like killing Nina? Okay, sure. He, yeah, because I mean, he like, presses a button and we hear an explosion sound. Of course, we don't get to see the explosion. And uh, they drive away and we see that the building's on freaking fire. And so they uh, come back to the party and Scott asks to take his hero's oath to... First of all, also dumb thing about this movie is that the parents apparently choose your superhero name for you. For you. So they name him Warrior Eagle, which is not does not roll off the tongue. No. Not a good brand. It's better than the much. Destroyer. Which, yeah, they were also knocking that around. Which earlier. was just laughable, because he's not destroying anything. Except for that door. And so then he has to take this oath, and in the middle of it, he's like, Dad, I need to tell you something. And then he's like, Scott, freaking, what are you doing? You have to say, I do. Everyone's watching you right now. Why would you do this now? <laughs> yeah, of all time. Like, now? Of all time, Scott? to have a conversation with me um and he's like yeah i do and they're all like woo, cool and then everyone's you know pagers and everything goes off and they're like oh back to what i was trying to say woman in a dirty there's a woman in a burning building but here's the thing i don't want any of these superheroes to be operational ever because there's a woman dying in a building building they're like "Mm, which one of us should go Hmm." the response is so slow there's it is unbelievable it's like literally there's a woman like who's gonna die and all the superheroes are like oh this is this is a good teaching moment right yeah they're like this is a no-brainer they spend like 15 minutes talking about about what they're gonna do and also hey again we already set this up I feel like one woman in one burning building, the fire department should be able to handle that one. You would think. And they're there. And And we see them there. We see them there. And they're not spraying water on jack shit. They're not doing anything. They're not like getting ready to go in with their masks. They don't have axes. They're just standing there like, all right, guys, check out this fire. But like, we got to wait for it. It's beautiful, wicked beauty. Dangerous. (laughs) Mother nature's dangerous (laughs) dancer. Why am I so horny right now? (laughs) Literally. Feel the flames on your skin, Scott. Like, it's like, uh, what the fuck are you guys doing? Okay, and then also, they, they're like, all right, let's have it be a teaching moment. We're going to send Scott in. We've never seen him fly successfully. Yeah, we've actually never seen him do anything. But sure, <laughs> let's risk the life of uh, my son and this woman. Fuck it. So they send him in there. And also, keep in mind, he, the dad knows, and to his best explanation, the reason why he hasn't superpowered yet is because his powers are coming and going. So it's like, ah, this is a great sink or swim moment. Why don't you see yeah. you're going to die in this fire, Scott? And also the only guy that knows that he, he doesn't have powers is the grandpa who's outside having a tea party. He's playing with the kids. And kid. hasn't been alerted no, to he's this, not even though they're the four party. feet away. No. And so they let him go. But here's another thing. He gets there. Obviously, well, he, takes him a while because he, he can't fly. Yeah, he does the fake flying thing and just takes his bike. And they're like, what's taking him and so And they're long? literally sitting around like, where the fuck is he? Where the fuck is he? You know what? There's a guy that has super speed. The brother yeah. could run there and yeah. go fucking check it out. <laughs> yes, like, I, I, I was like, <laughs> they're like, I wonder what happened to him. He's in like, costume and everything. I was like, Silver George could be there in five seconds. And then, so he gets there on his bike, right? And also, keep in mind, all of these professional supers are just standing around continuing to have a party while this woman's dying in a burning building, as Emma said. And so he rolls up on his bike, and everyone there is like, who the hell is this freaking kid? And He's, he's like, visibly 14. And he walks up, and this fire marshal's like, hey, kid, nice costume, whatever. And I was like... <laughs> So are teenage superheroes not a thing in this world? If they're not a thing, why did you just send him to why go? Why did they let him go? And why didn't one like go with a, like Bronze Eagle be like, he's with me, he's my ward now, he's my you know son? 
whatever. And so he goes into this building. No, and no, no. This is the best part of the movie. Oh, yeah. He goes yeah. into the building. Like, the, he gets past the guy. Yeah, you see him chase the fire, firemen chase him around. Chase him around. He runs in through a door. Yeah. Gets in very easily. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he sees her and he's like, how are we going to get out? I was like, yeah, he's what? like, we, he literally says, we can't go in the way I came. I really? Like, Why? It very fucking looked, easy. Go back very in the way accessible. you came. It was just a door that you walked in. Do that yep. same thing. Yeah, and they have to like climb up to the roof. And, and he, she's on the first floor. She's just sitting in there. Yeah. They have to climb up to the roof and freaking die hard it out of one of the windows. <laughs> yeah. and they take a fire hose and like use it as a rope to climb down. And you see, like, you keep, we cut back to the party and they're always like, why is he on the ground? Why isn't he just flying in? And I was like, hey, yo, dog, your, your son, even if you think he's a superhero, is still kind of a sucky superhero. That, so he doesn't have full handle on his powers you must yet. All fly, fly there and Someone help. do something, basically. I like, I was literally sitting there going, like, someone do something. Someone do anything. It's like having your learner's permit and your dad tossing you keys to Lamborghini and being like, figure it out, no, champ. No, like, no, no. It's like, it's like you're, you having your learner's permit and your dad tossing you the keys to the ambulance and being like, oh, there's a dying woman in the <laughs> back get to the hospital <laughs> as quick as you can son do the family proud because there's a they, there's a woman dying in a fire uh, is it better now and then also like none of the cars are going to get out of your way as you're driving to the hospital but his so, dad does show up so yeah they're dead yeah, at, the yeah after building. the grandpa's like uh, hey, son, you know, my grandson and this woman are, are going to die. Hey, son, you know how I'm not a freaking idiot and you are? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only two people in this family who aren't stupid are me and your youngest daughter, who's like eight years old. Oh, yeah. She's been seeing she through is, his ruse the yeah, whole time. That girl has her head on a fucking swivel. Yeah. Everybody else worried about you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're falling out of this burning building and are uh, caught by Bronze Eagle as he arrives. And he and like oh, also Scott's mask falls off as there uh falling, which freaking what is okay, that how bronze eagle is there he is there yeah. she does not put the tracker on either no. of them no all she gets is scott's mask yeah which also the mask i was expecting her to like walk off and find it where it landed or whatever but it's just sitting right like a foot from them and he's like get on your bike and go home and he for some reason does not walk over <laughs> and pick up his mask before he leaves like get an on idiot. your bike and go home yeah because he's like oh yeah I, got, I can explain this and he's like well you good because you got some freaking explaining <laughs> to do jackass after we see her like pick up the mask we come back to the house and and uh, they're chewing him out be, for being a freaking idiot. Like, you could have freaking died, idiot. Like, we're, we, we're, you're our son. We love you, even if you don't have superpowers. And he's like, but you would have been embarrassed in front of your friends. And they're like, and we never said that. That was all in your head. And he's like, fine, whatever. Well, now they cut back to Nina's, like, back with E. So I guess he she's just... Ladies, if he tries like, to kill you in a fire, yeah. that ain't your man. That yeah. is E from Entourage in a very weird role. Yeah. He's literally like, yeah, that like that was weird. Like he was like crazy that happened, and she's still like under his thumb. It's unbelievable. And then and then even though he didn't do the tracking device thing, he's still like super happy with how it went. Thank God we got this mask. And I was like, what are they gonna do with the mask? Because they even say that they're like, because like we said, they said should we send Adam out to erase some memories? And he's like, no, the public couldn't see him. That girl has no way of finding him, so it won't be that big of a deal. So we cut to except for the mask, which somehow enables them to find him instantly. Well, what they do is they know it's like a kid, and so they just like go through the school directory and like run a computer program to put the mask over everyone's face and so what i was thinking is they would do that and then have her be like no that's not him and like visibly identify him but there's some program that can literally say like oh it's a the mask perfectly fits his face yeah. it's absolutely that guy and fun fact when this program is running you can see it running up against like every possible student and i was like hey guys why don't you just calibrate it to check all the black kids because she saw it was a black child like you're doing it against like 
Yeah, that would have cut the pool down so much smaller. But in what way is that mask like like perfectly? That's what I'm saying. That's not, that's not how masks work. That's not no, how masks work. that's not, not how at masks all. work. It, that was literally just like them. Yeah, kind of phoning in. Like, well, we've already have a software program that can control mine. So this mask thing is actually really easy. So then they they figure out that it's Scott Marshall. We cut to school the next day, and uh, the teacher's like, "Hey, Scott, guess what? They when you see you in the principal's office." And they're and Randy's like, oh boy, you know, dead man walking, whatever, because he's not funny. And then she's like, this is a very big deal, Scott. Earth protectors have chosen you. Uh, but isn't the petty theft first, where they steal money from their parents? Oh that's yeah, that yeah, does happen. Big trouble. That does happen. Excuse me, you're totally right. You're totally right. I totally skipped that. So they, he does his homework at night, and like we see him do the mesmerizing thing, whatever. He wakes up the next day and we see him and his friends taking all the money out of the parents' And wallet. I don't want to tell E how to do his job, but if that's the scam you're running, which again seems like an incredibly small-scale way to yeah. use mind control, mm-hmm. you should have a product that kids all buy, whatever. It's also a bad way to use mind control because it was a product that kids all wanted to buy, like Flubber or whatever it was, that would be a kosher way of you getting the money. And also, like, tell them to steal 20 bucks out of their parents' wallet and then collect in small amounts over three weeks. Don't yeah. have them pull 600 bucks out of their parents' wallet and clean them out to the point they all and realize expect, they've been robbed. And then expect them not to be like, oh, like no one's going to ask questions. It's just a bad plan. It, well, it is. And this is what me and Dylan were talking about when he is collecting the money at school. The teacher walks by and is like, hey. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's like, hey, uh, great idea. Can't even get That's them to awesome. turn on the homework. Um, but like, yeah, because so they at home are like, what happened to all our money? And then he's like, I don't know, I'm going to school. And then the little sister freaking snitch head on a swivel is like i have x-ray vision and i can see in your backpack that she doesn't money. talk like that she doesn't talk like she nope, has like some kind no, of a child she has a child's nope. voice she just talks like a woman excuse me i was doing i was doing the impression of uh the guy from Tw- the kid from twas the night yeah Par- pardon me she's like i can see that you have money in your backpack and they're all like scott freaking why are you now stealing from us and he's like i didn't take it like i don't know how it got in there and they're like now you're freaking lying like what's going on and he's like oh my gosh i'm not doing this i don't know what you want from me and so they cut him off from playing soccer, a plot that has nothing to do with anything. One, yeah, that's the thing. I started to write a note, like, I'm like, wait, you can't punish a kid because that also punishes the team and stuff. But then also my note after that was like, actually, I don't give a fuck. It's going to bring the whole team down. Actually, never mind. I actually don't care. No, I'm. Actually, let me check myself. I don't care. 100. percent And so then, yeah, we see the kids handing in these envelopes, and it says like evaluation on it. Like, there's not like there's not obviously money in there it's just supposed to be the evaluations but then yeah we see the ball to attention be like <laughs> money that's how he sounds about but it. now we get to the point where he gets a the different program and they're like you have a special program now yeah you get pulled in, he, he gets pulled in the principal's office and is like hey you need to you've been ex- chosen to run this to like test the special new program and so he hits play and sits in front of him and gets all mesmerized and then freaking malcolm appears appears from the ether and is like all right scott i gotta ask you a few questions about your family and like cut cut cut. yeah and uh so then like he's like oh he gets out of class gets out and he's like man that was so weird they just asked me to sit down and then uh, said I could go. And then he's like, what are you talking about? You're gone for two hours. And he's like, huh, I guess I won't question that. And I that. was like, figure it the fuck out, Scott. Come on. <laughs> which literally, kind of, which... They have supplied mind control in the first act of this movie as an explanation yeah. for things. We should be knowing what's going on at this point. Okay, well, I mean, he kind of gets it because then he's sitting in class and he's, uh, the teacher says, oh, they want to make sure you got this special disc with it ready. How does Amy it. end up with it? I don't because, rem- I missed this. So he I... looks out the window and sees Nina getting in the Earth Protector's van and he's like, again, 
credit where credit's due, he's like, that's freaking suspicious and too convenient that I ran to this woman in a burning building and then it just happens to work for these earth protector things that just took away two hours of my life. Suspicious. So he runs out to try and catch her and bumps into Amy and they both drop they their disc okay, and so okay. he grabs the wrong one. I missed that part of it. And then he gets back home with the disc. With the disc. And he's and like, he's like t- this is, he, you're right. He does get wise. Cause yes. he's like, dad, mom, come look at my homework. I think it's. Cause also this is one you're supposed to watch with your family. Yes. And he's like, I think this is going to be mind control. Yes. And there, and, and it's a fucking, and the dad, and the dad is like, <laughs> the dad is like, mm, that is true. I was suspicious at the beginning of the film. So it might be right. But also now they're not trusting him because he just took money from all of them. And, but then they all do the stupid thing, which I mean, they have the brother ready there to fry the computer, but they're like, well, we're the two most important superheroes in the world. Let's just watch Let's this. Just watch yeah. Why would it why wouldn't one not watch it? Yeah. Why would one? Let's just watch a little bit. Just get a taste on the tip of our <laughs> tongue. Fucking, they're all staring at the computer. I was like, have someone Yeah, it's like, back. mom and dad, I think they've been giving us poison. Well, let me just try, try a little, little of this but poison. Not just me. I mean, we'll all try yeah, it together. Try and then you can come in ready with the anti-poison in a second. Like, <laughs> let's do take a little poison. But yeah, and then it, t- it ends up being an actual, like, seeds, like an he's actual. Like, hey, hey. He's like, hey. He's like, hey, kids, we're going to learn about composting. He was a little bit funner. I thought he was like, hey. I kind of hey. wanted to know this worm story i want to know what <laughs> yeah, was going I was like, on i love that worm. i wanted that worm to teach me about composting and so they're like scott you need to stop the lying scott like what is this what are we even doing here and then he's like no you don't understand I'm sorry i gotta go what people are coming to my house oh for the bachelor i didn't realize i didn't oh tell them not to okay come. you guys um, finish oh jesus Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Emma has a Emma has a bachelor emergency. I have a bachelor go. emergency. I didn't realize. Um, but what about the marshals, com- Emma? Yeah, Emma, I you're gonna leave in their need. What about Team Captain? Yeah, Emma, there's so oh, many others. I literally <laughs> couldn't give less. We're of still a two seasons away from Team Captain. Okay, real quick. I, what keep in mind that I stopped taking notes after Worm until um. I love E's shitty blue Backstreet Boys Coke dealer sunglasses. And then okay. I barely make another note. <laughs> All right, well, so I'm Emma, really... Emma, two things. What would you rate this movie? Six out of ten. Okay, what what movie are we watching next month? Does it have to be a theme or can I do no, it? No, it's whatever you want. It's, it's whatever you want. Cadet Kelly. Okay, great. Bye. Ooh. Enjoy The Bachelor. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Well, this is this took a turn. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, this that is happened. a D, this is a D comedy first. Um uh, so I'm sure, so Emma's gone. It's just me and Dylan gotta finish this, I guess. <laughs> uh, actually, just let's play it, let's play it safe anyway. We've been going for a while. Let's take a real quick break and we'll come back and finish the movie. Just me and Dylan, I guess. So, yeah. uh. Emma really abandoned, wow. Yeah, she abandoned, like, she, there, there, this was not prefaced anyway. She just said, Luke, I need to leave. <laughs> I thought she had to, like, really use the bathroom or something. But, uh, yeah, we're gonna, let's just take a quick break and we'll come back and finish the movie. It'll be a Lucas and Dylan spectacular. So, uh. We'll see you in a flash. Get it? Because it's like a superhero. Every morning, I wake up just the same. Another victim of ordinary fame. I don't see myself as invincible. It's not true at all. I'm just your average, ordinary, everyday superhero. Trying to save the world. All right, so we're back. Uh, for those of you just joining us, which I don't know why you'd be just joining us, uh, Emma had to make a quick exit. That would be very, that would be very ballsy to just join us now. 
yeah, to show up this deep into the episode. We, I made the mistake, I'll take a little responsibility for this, of planning to record this on a night in which there's a new Bachelor. And I thought we'd be done in time, but then Emma apparently didn't realize she was also having people over. And so she has to go do that. So it's just going to be me and Dylan. Good thing Dylan is on for this one. Otherwise, it would just be me talking to myself. Yeah, I don't like know how. Minutes. Yeah, how would that work, really? I don't know. <laughs> it would be interesting. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Anyway, so he had just uh, shown the video to his parents, and they'd been, been like, Scott, okay. you're lying to us. And, like, he's like, no, and I'm not. And they're like, whatever. And then it cuts to Amy's house and says, Mom, you're supposed to watch this and help me with my homework tonight. And she's like, okay. And so it does the whole Earth Protectors thing. And then, like, she does the whole, like, mesmerized, like, mind blank, uh, whatever. And then cuts to the next day. She walks into the same bank from before. And there, then everything's fine. And then she's like, is everyone, can I have your attention, please? Yeah. And this like is this, a hold up. Yeah, in the sweetest, <laughs> and a like, part of me, housewife way. Like, yeah. And she, and she just puts her hand into her purse to, like, pretend she has a gun there. I assume she doesn't. But a part of me really wanted her to pull out, like, an assault rifle. Yeah. She was going to go full, like, inside man, like, on this whole, like... Freaking sawed-off shotgun. Just, like, something. Just go, like, whoa! That'd be awesome. But apparently she... I think she robs... Because then she shows up to the warehouse and she isn't carrying... She just has her little purse. She's on, like, the news and the cops are, like, looking for her. So she does some amount of robbery. I guess. I mean, the... the, the... The fucking cops in this movie are basically non-existent, but... That's fair. Because then we cut to the warehouse. Nina is, like, pacing around, and Malcolm is sitting there. And yeah, Emma and, as Dylan pointed out, as Emma and both Dylan have pointed out, he's now wearing a full-on suit. <laughs> he's got these tiny little sunglasses, and he looks insane. Like, like I honestly wonder if they planned to put him in, like, a supervillain outfit, but then he said, no, I'm not doing that, obviously. Or they ran out of money for it. And so we're just like, fine, but we're just gonna dress you like an insane person. He was like, cool. Yeah, no... Literally, the sunglasses, yeah, Miami Coke dealer. Like, and okay, alrighty. And sh- and yep. still, Nina's like, ah, this this seems fine. We're saving the environment, yep. right? No red flags. And then, and this, that's the thing. And so she's like, where are they? All I, all the instructions I put into the thing were get up, get dressed, and come straight here. And then he's like, oh, uh, I did. One, one quick thing. I did include some other instructions. And she's like, what? And he's like, well, I'd asked them to run a few errands before they came here. And she was like, what, why would you do that? And he's like, well, I just thought, you know, since they were going to be going out, it might as well make them useful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They needed a few things picked up and yeah. Yeah, so. he was, yeah. And so, and again, I don't know what this dude's obsession is with robbing banks, but that's, that's just what he wants. And so Miss Rosen walks in. And it's like, hello, uh, Mrs. Rosen reporting for duty. And they're just like, excuse me, what? What's going on here? She's like, oh, how did this happen? What's going on? Nina's freaking out that they've brainwashed this random woman. And then freaking Malcolm's just like, we're going to have to take a more direct approach. Dun, dun, dun. Just kidding. They don't play that. No, there's there's no no music music. at all. There's no music. Let's I'm going to say this now. I up to this point, this movie is okay. It's like, it, no, I'd say it's better than okay. It's a, it's pretty, it's above average, at least. It's like, like we said, the actors all do a pretty amicable job. They're all really committing to the material. Um, Like, you believe them in their roles. The writing hasn't been that bad. Like, overall, not a bad time. I was having fun with it. The ending of this movie... Oh, my God. ...just drops the ball so freaking hard. And it's really a shame. Because, so, it, it just, all of the logic that they've built up flies right out the window in this la- in these last minutes, and it's a real bummer. So let's start here. We go to school, 
Randy comes up to Scott and is like, yo, Scott, did you freaking hear? Uh, Amy's mom robbed a bank. And he's like, what? And he's like, and like, the, he says it so loud that the teacher's like, hey, freaking calm down over there. Yeah, no, yeah. And that was my favorite part is the teacher's like, hey, uh, yeah, like that shit happens. Like, you know, everyone sit down. Right. You know, she, I don't think she cares. They could have said like, did you, you were all getting nuked? No, that's nuked? what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, did you were all getting nuked? What? Hey, quiet. No one cares. Shut yeah. up. Like, I, yeah. I'm too I'll, I'll, I'll be here collecting a paycheck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't have time to worry about what you would care about. And he's like, yeah, the police are all looking for her. We don't know where she went. Like, and then he hand, well, I think it also happens maybe before he finds that out, but he hands her the, the teacher the disc and the teacher's like, this isn't the one I gave you. And he's like, what? Uh, she goes, yeah, yours was special. It was like red. And then he's like, oh no. And he tells Randy, he's like, which I'm actually shocked. I'm shocked by this because up until this point, we've seen the teacher gives no fucks at all and literally pays attention to nothing. So the fact yeah. that she actually paid attention to this minute detail of a little bread on the cover is just shocking to me. Mm-hmm. And so he puts it together immediately. He's like, oh my gosh, she must have gotten my disc. And then that's why her mom did it. We've got to go right now. And so they go to like rush out. And then the teacher again, caring about something is like, Hey guys, the bell's wrong. What are you doing? And then they're just both like, "Oh, we're sick. We're all we're both yeah." They're totally basically sick. like, "Teach, we're leaving." Like, this is a decom movie. We're leaving. A part of me, a part of me, really expected her to go. All right, go to the nurse's office. Yeah, like, I don't. I really don't, I don't care. care. Like, I don't but then care. She, they like run away, and she's like, "You two, oh, no, no, I, I don't care." Which is also <laughs> not bad. Yeah. Okay. So then they go to the payphone because it's again, it's the year two thousand, and he starts calling his grandfather, and is like, and the Randy again poking all of the and everything is like hey when something like this happens i generally call 911 not my grandpa like your family's so weird and he's like not now randy we do not have time for your not funny antics also 911 as we've seen throughout this film would be fucking useless yeah so, i mean probably probably the 911 operator would be more useful than whatever emergency services you would be in contact yeah with. that's true so uh he calls the grandpa and he's like grandpa something's going down with freaking Earth protectors, Amy's mom robbed a bank because she got the mind control thing. And then grandpa's like, oh, that makes sense. Your parents <laughs> all, your parents and your brother all got called by the earth protectors. They got an emergency page. They're all headed to a warehouse downtown or whatever. Yeah, that and doesn't I was like, sound sketch at all. Also, I would have loved, I was praying that the grandpa was going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. And then instead of commenting on the parents, just be like, yeah, Amy's mom kind of seemed like she was in the business of robbing <laughs> banks. <laughs> and then Scott could have been like, no, Grandpa, the other thing. <laughs> she always seemed wild. I never yeah. trusted her. Um, but no, she. he says they all received an emergency page from the Earth Protectors. And I said, so you're telling me they could have gotten an emergency message to them at any time? Oh, yeah. They could have enacted this plan? At any time, and they just now are doing it, and then he's like, "Oh no, Grandpa, that's bad. It's definitely, 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 definitely a trap. We got to get down there." And he's like, "Yes," and I'll go for backup. And so, like, the Grandpa runs out, and the Grandma's like, "What are you doing? You're, you know, eighty year old. You're too fucking old, exactly. Yeah, or whatever. Where the fuck do you think you're going, old man?" And he's and he's like, "I'm steel condor." And this was kind of funny, him like wriggling out of his clothes to get into his outfit he's like i'm steel condor and then she's like well we should at least call somebody like maybe superman and then he's like no super because there's also a joke that superman's the man of steel right after right after became the man of steel right after he was steel condor so they have like a feud which is kind of funny and be and like he there's also a joke that he flies too slow because these children on bikes beat him to the warehouse um but also they go and grab amy from like the front office being like amy listen to me 
I know you, I need you to trust me on this. I know your mom didn't rob that bank. Something weird's going on, okay? I just need you to come with me. And she's like, sure, I guess. So they freaking, as we said at the beginning, just leave school in the, in the at like, 8 o'clock in the morning. They're just like, we're not doing this today, bye. And they take off on their bikes to go to this warehouse. How they know where exactly. this warehouse yeah. is? <laughs> like, how did, I guess, like, the last time was... I guess on the news, but still, like that's I, I don't know, like like the grandpa didn't give them an address. He no, just said that, a warehouse downtown. Thing. That was like a a thing in in this film a lot. It was like everybody just knows where evil lairs and warehouses are at all times. Oh, hundred percent. Like there, there must be just a strip on the out. They filmed this like outside Vancouver. There must just be like a strip that's just oh, these are all the abandoned. Oh, they, they got a warehouse down in Old Evil Town? Great. We'll go <laughs> check it out. Yeah. The superheroes show up at the warehouse. Which is and just they see, so obviously a trap, but they're just fucking... Oh, I, mean, I mean, they know it's a trap. I know. Kind of. but they, well, they're, same thing. they're not dumb. No, well, same... Uh, well, are they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a bit of a stretch. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, they clearly know it's a trap, just like earlier with the whole fucking brainwashing thing. They're like, oh, well, let's just watch it anyways. Yeah, let's just walk right into let's it. Let's just walk right in like, yeah, I'm sure this will be fine. Like, we're going into their territory. I'm sure mm-hmm. we're just going to have a nice chat. They're expecting us. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, I'm sure this can't go wrong. Like, let's not do... And let's not do any tactics like, you know, one of us comes in the back. No, or one of no, us punches not all through a wall. Let's all just walk right through the front door. Um, But because... So they stop outside and are like... Oh, this is the Earth Protector's headquarters. Maybe we all owe Scott an apology. Not going to think about that any more than we are. Nope. <laughs> so they walk in, and this was kind of funny. They walk in, and they and they have the mask they took dramatically hanging oh, from the ceiling. the lighting on this, too? Like It looked like something out of a Nolan film. <laughs> I was, I was going to say Deacon shot this scene. De- <laughs> they, they got Deacons to shoot one scene, and it was just literally the lighting uh, of this mask hanging, and it, it was beautiful. Like, yeah, like I, so you'd expect it to be like if this was a Batman movie, yes, like the joke, exact- the Joker playing card, no, or like the yes, cowl. No, that's exactly what it was. I was like, I'm pretty sure this was in Arkham Asylum, like <laughs> at one point. And so they walk up to it and take the mask off, and are like, they. And this was funny, as he just goes, "It's a little over dramatic, don't yeah. you think?" <laughs> and like, I, I like that he takes the piss out of it a bit, and then he's like, "Yeah, I know," and like you hear. Malcolm comes like yeah over dramatic and then you see these gates close behind them of tinfoil baby uh, not a tinfoil aluminum foil oh yeah yeah aluminum foil yeah my bad so he probed Scott for information and found out they're all weak to aluminum foil and again this is what I was saying earlier that they definitely just needed something cheap to make the cage out of yeah and we're like, uh, just wrap iron in aluminum foil. Well, and also this is a little ambiguous in terms of like, okay, them just being surrounded by it is making them weaker. Where at other points in the film, it's they need to touch it. Uh, like, yeah, I don't... it's been inconsistent, but I think it's meant to imply that like it, it is like Superman, where it's like being around it saps your strength a little bit. Touching it is super bad. And then too much exposure to it will straight up kill you. It's like kryptonite. So then the kids, like, they're in this aluminum foil cage, and then Malcolm just spends some time expositing, being like, yeah, you know, I know you guys don't like this stuff, and you're not going to get out of the mom, tries to, like, grab the bars and gets, you know, radiation blasted or whatever. And there's just, like, balls of aluminum foil hitting on the ceiling. It's supposed to be, like, sapping their strength or something. I don't know. And yeah, uh, so I don't then, know. So then it cuts outside, and they all show up on their bikes, and they see the mom's motorcycle, and... Uh, are like, oh, my mom's motorcycle, I was right, they are here. And they have, like, a little argument outside where, like, they want to go in. Like, Scott wants to go in, and he's like, oh, hello, we're not superheroes. Randy's like, we're not superheroes, we're not doing this. And he's like, hey, you don't need superpowers to be a superhero. Or you don't need superpowers to help people. And I was like, 
Thank you for very plainly stating your literally, message of the movie. Literally the movie. Literally the pl- the message of the movie. Yeah. Like, I thank you for saying it super clear for the kids in the back. And so then this, again, this is another thing, like, where I'm saying, like, all logic just flies out the window at the end of this movie. So we come back in, right? We saw them all, like, standing around, like, huddled together, being like, oh, no, aluminum foil, what are we going to do? It then cuts to them all being sitting on the ground with their arms freaking, uh, tied behind their back with aluminum foil, and they're all looking at these screens. How did they set any yeah. of that up? Because I get that they're not at their strongest when they're around aluminum foil, but you would have had to go into the cage to set any of that up and to, like, plop them on the ground. They would have fought you off. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I don't a million times. Yeah, that, I, I none don't of that know made sense. How they, how they expected this to make sense. But they're all just sitting, looking at these screens... And they had the little Earth Protectors thing going on. And Malcolm's like, ah, yeah, you're going to be under my control. And they're like, uh, you'll never control us. And he's like, oh, well, with that aluminum foil sap in your strength, you won't be strong enough to resist anything. And I was like, hey, guys, maybe just close your eyes. You know how you have to watch a thing yeah. to get my control? Why don't you just close your eyes? <laughs> like, you seem to be blinking a lot because, like, your strength is sapped. But it would probably help if you closed your eyes and didn't watch yeah, the thing. That's it, my suggestion, personally. That's where I'm at. Would have made way too much sense. I suppose so. Um, But so then, like, the kids come in and, like, hide in the back. And then, like, finally the Randy's like, you know, I feel dumb just now asking this, but your parents are warrior woman and freaking bronze eagle. And he's like, yes, obviously. He's like, yeah, dumbass. Yeah. Are you kidding, Randy? And, like, he's... I forget exactly what he says. He says something so stupid and dumb. Who, Randy? Rand, of course, Randy. <laughs> Who else but Randy? Yeah, that's true. Who else but Randy? Um, he says something stupid, and I was—I literally said, "Shut up, Randy. No one cares." And then, like, he, Amy and Scott have a little. Yeah, they have their yeah, like their little. You know, they have a they have a little moment. Yeah, he goes saving people is kind of a family business, and they just are like, we need a distraction. They're like planning this all out, and like they're having this moment super close together. And then Randy just sticks his face in, and he's like, "Guys, you had all of seventh grade to flirt with each other. Can we not do it right yeah. now?" And I was like, "That's a good one, Randy. I'm gonna give you that one, Randy." You no, that one. was actually no. I made the same comment. I was like, "That was actually fair." Randy's like, "There's a time and a place, and both of you haven't ever taken advantage of it. And like, now is not the time. Now is not that time, Randy. I don't like you, but you got everybody gets one, Randy, and you got yours." Yeah. Yeah. And so then they're like, all right, we need a distraction. We need to scare him, whatever. Oh, also, there's a thing where, like, uh, he straight up tells Nina he's evil. Nina's like, oh, yeah. why are we doing this? We're taking these people's free will away. Like, yeah, all this and- stuff. Even though, again, we've established multiply this movie, you should not be able to mind control an adult. They have set that rule and just immediately broken it. Yeah, that that was never a thing. And he's like, um, I don't care. We're evil. So he makes the muscular guy kind of lead her away. And I was like, okay, fine. So then all of a sudden we hear, I'm going to literally, this is how it sounds, guys. This is the police. Can we have you surrounded? Yeah. Come out with your hands up or we're going to open fire. And they're all just like looking around and Malcolm's immediately like, hmm. They're I'll, bluffing. I'll call that bluff. And I was like, how do you, what? <laughs> what you, like, and then all, and then so all of a sudden you hear pop, 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 pop. And like, this is, this is dumb, but it is kind of funny to see all of these adults just like hit the deck as we suddenly see children just popping bubble, oh, yeah, wrap, bubble wrap in a dark corner. Even though of the then warehouse. once it goes like quiet, there's no like, you know, no bullet shells like falling on the ground or anything. It's just, oh, yeah, the popping. No, it's, yeah. it's stupid, but it did kind of make me smile that I was like, okay, that's kind of silly but in a good way and then freaking the bubble wrap popping stops and malcolm stands up and they're like what's going on and he's like oh it's those freaking kids find them and i was like how did you jump to that conclusion yeah. so fast my dude like there you have no evidence for that being the case yeah pretty much he's like 
Oh, yeah, definitely wasn't the cops. Well, there's literally only other, yeah, one other solution. It must be the children that maybe know about this. Yeah. I, it was never shown to me that they know the situation. But so then this is the worst scene in the movie. I hated this so much, wanted to tear my eyes out. Oh, my God. They oh my catch God. them, and they all encircle the children. And Randy, the bane oh, of my existence. Oh, boy, Randy. My dude, Randy. No, he's not my dude. My mortal <laughs> enemy, Randy. Man, the child I would like to see banished from this plane of existence. He is like, hey, you don't come any closer. I got more powers. I got more powers that you don't know what to do with, son. You're going to set me off. I'm going to go wild on your asses. He literally is trying to be uh, Eddie Murphy and Dolma is my name. He just does like two minutes of him being like, yeah, I'm the biggest, I'm the strongest, I got superpowers, yeah. baby, let's do this. And it's so viscerally painful. It's cringy, yeah. It, I was tough cringing not to, so yeah. hard. It was like a muscle reflex. I was just like, oh, it, it was, God. It was really hard. I, 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 I'm not gonna, I had to put subtitles on and turn it to mute. I couldn't watch. I was yeah. just like, just give me whatever's happening. <laughs> and then at one point, one of the henchmen like holds up aluminum foil and he grabs it and just goes, well, this stuff, oh, I eat this stuff for breakfast. And he, like, bites into it and he goes, oh, oh my filling. filling. And then that and was then it. Just, yep. And then they just take him. And I was like. Yeah, they take him because they're adults and he's a child. So they literally walk up to him. They're like, there's literally zero you can do kid and so they grab them and they grab all the kids right yeah and but well, no, they grab the first two this is why i thought they didn't get all of them they grab well, the first two and then nita walks up to to oh, scott yeah, yeah, yeah. and puts aluminum foil around him and then she's like play along we need you to think whatever and then uh he's nita, like oh, nita is a quadruple uh, tinker taylor spy in this like <laughs> it, <it's> galaxy brand <laughs> it, it's unbelievable her swaying at, like i never knew her angle for anything because but also this doesn't matter because they catch the kids and they she shoves scott forward with the aluminum foil on his pans and they think it's sapping his powers which i mean like do they not no, he doesn't have superpowers because they try to deceive him that he does have superpowers. But like, why wouldn't they ask him when they had him under mind control? Hey, by the way, what are your uh, yeah exactly powers? And also, like, if you can mind control the kid for sure, why not mind control the kid with superpowers? I feel like maybe you know just a bit. Yeah. Again, e the whole like ease vision in this or lack thereof in terms of like I I want money, but I, then I also want to control the marshals. I also want to control every consumer on the planet. Like, it's like, dude, you got to pick something. Yeah, you pick pick that you want to, like, there's like four different things positive, four to five different things positive. One, he wants to have this technology to rob banks, which you kind of can't do, but he apparently <laughs> made it work that you can. Two, he wants to um, be able to control the minds of children across America and then sell that power to, like, big businesses to, like, make their toys sell and their yeah, shows successful, stuff like that, which is kind of an interesting plan. I kind of like that. Four or three, I forget which one I was on. Um, he wants to control the world's premier superhero and have him rob banks or whatever. I don't know. And like five, he just wants to control uh, everybody. Yeah, he's a, yeah. Like, there's no clear. Like I wasn't sure what exactly he wants. And the, the the program and the the whole plot of that, like and like, oh, now your powers are going to be mine. It's like, what the fuck is going on? No, that's the thing. That's another thing that we're getting to in a second. And I like, well, I'll say this just to finish our, my thoughts on Malcolm is I think he is a really good villain for this movie. I think he's acted very well. I think he's got like a perfect amount of like 
enjoyability and menace but the fact that they just wrote him so poorly is really really knocks him down but so speaking of the whole powers thing so they uh she pulls him over to malcolm and then he and like also for the fact i assumed nina was gone i assumed they threw her out of the warehouse but she just walked up and took scott so whatever she walks back up to the computer where she was before malcolm kicked her out and he's like what are you doing and then she's like hey listen like i can see that the die is cast here so with my half of the money from you know inventing this technology i'll just buy the rainforest and save it that way and then he goes hmm i guess i underestimated you not bad and then she super super obviously oh, takes the disc out of the computer literally and puts a different literally one in. two seconds later in front of e and like his henchman takes it out puts a different one in and she's like no problem it's fine now and then the henchman who i guess is might be the most not an idiot character in this movie yeah walks up and is just like um no <laughs> boss she obviously took the right <laughs> like, disc like, out of the all computer just saw her literally change the disc like in front of us boss i know you probably can't see much through your tiny sunglasses because we're indoors and they're like blue tinted but she definitely is ruining our plans yeah so let me just take that from her put the right one in and then throw her to the wayside again yeah so i was like oh good so nina tr- her them trusting nina lasted all of five seconds Maybe Glad five we seconds. that plot exactly so then um we hear the computer be like total mind control counting down three minutes and then it starts saying all of this stuff where it's like synapse rewiring and i was like yeah yeah but then it says like dna transmogrification and i was like what we're changing their dna they were literally just saying like buzzword shit that i was like they were buzzwords but it makes it sound like they're taking their powers away no it does that's exactly what they made it sound like like it's like gene editing in process like renormalizing genomes and i was like why do you want them under your control if they're not super powered yeah it's like people at that point and it was never shown that you wanted to take away their superpowers no not at all the superheroes having superpowers was actually like the least important thing in this film in terms of like anybody caring about it or not caring about it including e that like really wasn't a factor to be honest it just it just it's such a curveball to throw in the last like five seconds speaking of the last five seconds so the computer's counting down and then amy has her bag with has a soccer ball in it and she kind of like knocks it to the ground and the ball flies out and she like nudges it over to um Scott and he well, yeah, she actually be- well she actually passes. Yeah, she passes. And so he's like not being held by someone because they think he's being weakened by the, the aluminum foil. And then so he just takes the ball and just like freaking break away, like runs towards the cage. And of course the cage, by the way, we didn't describe it very well. It's like a circular cage. And it's got big holes in it's it like instead one of, of those, just being, um, like, bars. What's the thing on, like, the, you know, like, on a playground that's, like, yeah, a dome? Yeah, yeah, one like of those that. domes you can kind of climb up. It's not a jungle gym, but, like, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I don't like, know what it's, that's Yeah, it's called. one of those. It's a big dome thing, and there's big holes in it. And so he runs up with the ball, and they're like, stop him. And then somehow, I do not know how this works with the blocking, Malcolm manages to get in front of the cage and starts just posing like a goalie. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't start, like, chasing the kid down. He's just, like, ready to block the ball. And, of course, he gets his big... Um, first of all, I also wrote down, his soccer was his superpower all along. Oh, Jesus Christ. And so he just, like, takes the shot. That's the thing, that whole... All, every soccer sequence in this was just so fucking... It literally was just so he could kick a soccer ball at the end. Yeah. So he kicks the ball and he freaking Malcolm misses it and it goes through the cage and knocks over one of the TVs and somehow that disrupts the entire process. No, literally with like a second left too. Yeah, with like 0.3 seconds left. I don't know why the other two aren't mind controlled, but the day is saved, I guess. Well, that's the thing too. Now the mind control's done. 
but now they're just like totally fine, fully 100% strong and everything. So it's like the yeah. aluminum foil didn't actually weaken that because like now they're totally fine. There's still all the oh, foil yeah. around. Foil's yeah, everywhere. I, I, I would have I, I could have sworn there would have been a scene where Scott went in and took all the aluminum foil off him because he's not affected or the kids did or something like dramatically. But no, they all just get up and then they kick everybody's ass. And like you don't even really see it. Like there's they're just we just see them tied up and then Adam's like, well, I fried all their brains. So now they won't remember our secret identities. And I was like, Adam, I'm genuinely concerned you've made all of these people forget who they are. I'm genuinely concerned you've removed their cognitive functions. And like, he lo- oh, and he loves it. This is by far his own like, he's his like, favorite. He's like power. horny to remove memories. Yes. He's like, yeah, let me take those memories out, baby. Yeah. And so like they're having this moment and Amy's like, wow, Scott, thank you so much for taking me a long day and saving my mom. Hey, by the way, do you want to go to the dance? And he's like, yes, of course. I've always liked you. And then she's like, I didn't think you liked me. And then and then uh, Adam puts his hand on her to shock her and is like, well, now she'll forget all of that. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, freaking what the hell, man? You just come in here and cock block me like this? Yeah. And then he, and the parents are like, hey, it sounded like she liked you before all, the past couple of hours. I'm sure it'll be fine. And then and so then he goes over to Randy and like oh, threatening, fucking- like, he like threatened walks towards him with his electricity being like oh I'm gonna get you I'm gonna erase your memory and he's like oh come on please don't I like I need all the brain cells I could get which true yeah and uh and he's like, come on, who am I going to tell? No one's going to believe me. I'm the joke character. No one's going to believe anything I say. And they're like, well, I guess it'd be nice for Scott to have someone to talk to. You can have your memories. Yeah. And then so Randy walks over to like celebrate Scott. And then as he's walking over, you see Adam go like, hey, like be like, oh, I'm going to zap you. Like he still wants to do it really badly. Well, also, like if it is that, which again, the issue, one of the issues is throughout this whole film, we've seen that like the marshals are not good at all. In terms of hiding who they are, like in terms no. of they literally just openly like, yeah, will like fly or sprint or like do electricity shit like in plain daylight and also host super parties like at their house in the suburbs. That's like their fucking neighbors can just see. But like if it really is that big of a deal, like they were getting, you know, mad about the mass thing, like you, you. You're just going to be like, ah, yeah, sure, I guess, like, Randy, like, we'll just place our faith in him that people won't believe him. Wouldn't you be like, actually, we can't take that risk at all? Well, no, that's what I'm saying, is that I think they recognize that, like, yeah, he's a freaking idiot. No one's going to believe anything he says. I, yeah, would I guess fair, but may, maybe the dad, maybe this is, like, a confidence thing for the dad. And he's like, you know, this little shit, like, you know... He's busting my balls all the time. Now that he knows, like, I'm the man, like, I'm going to let him, like, I'm going to yeah, let him know Yeah, that's a good that. point. Maybe, Maybe he's that's like, what Listen, it is. He, this kid needs to know that I can snap him in two at yeah, any exactly. moment. He needs but, to have but, a fear of the bronze eagle in him. A but also, it's fucking Randy. So, you know, about a week later, he's going to be making some jabs at the old man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, then it cuts, of course, to what else but the soccer game. Also, Nina gets a scene where she's like, I'm going to go back to saving the planet the normal way. Don't know what that means. Nope. No idea. Also, don't know how you developed this amazing mind control nope, technology. No, no idea. But also, you, but you should we, probably be in a government think tank somewhere. Yeah. Also, do we know if she's going to destroy this technology? Well, she did. She she says to the parents that please destroy all the discs. Be a big help, and they're like, "You got it, no problem." Okay. So then, where do we 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 go? Of course, to a soccer game. Yeah, because um, it has they, to. Yeah, it had to end. Yeah, it has to end there. Well, the whole film has been a blue balls, you know, of like who's going to be captain. Well, yeah. Well, also, I mean, to be fair, I think we're skipping over it because like it's boring. But they do have like a hard heart where it's like Scott, we're sorry we didn't believe yeah, you. Yeah, that's and you're scary. our hero. We love you even though you're not don't have superpowers, man. Yeah. Which also, 
Quick T.O., I felt like this was lame that they never brought it up. But, like, if Superman exists in this universe, how come never no one ever brings up that Batman doesn't have superpowers or, like, Iron Man or something? Like, if we're just throwing real-ass superheroes into this, why not just be like, you know, we could just get you gadgets. Like, whatever. That's true. Like, I, I feel like that should have been explored. But so we go to the soccer game, um, and they're doing the voting for team captain. Again, it is an elected position. And uh, th- it's tied. And then Amy votes for Scott. And he's like, what? You're voting for me? And then she's like, whatever. And uh, and then the coach is like, well, guess what? That puts you one over the pack. That means you win. And then he's like, no, I vote for Amy. And then he's like, well, I guess that means you tie. So you guys are co-captains. That was always an option. Yeah. So the conflict was pointless. And they're like, cool, I'm good with that. And then they have like another like flirty flirty thing uh and then they go out in the field and randy's like hey i want to be your sidekick and he's like i'm not a superhero and he's like yeah but i still want to be your sidekick and i'm like you're already his stupid stupid sidekick randy i don't know what more you think you're gonna get out of this relationship and then they end the movie on him like saying he wants to be like kato from the green hornet which again is just too much for me to bear uh this freaking movie um (laughs) that's the end of the movie um i have complex feelings about this movie i do like come away with this movie like as a net positive like i enjoyed watching it but there's there is some really dumb stuff in it. like i think it was like it was it was above average it was pretty good but like it wasn't it's it's no no it was like it wasn't good good like I it's wouldn't, so mediocre like no i i, I don't think mediocre is right we've no, watched mediocre I, ones before i think it's I, i'd say it's above average see for me though i think there were some parts of it where i'm like yeah this is fucking dumb and like this is stupid but i i almost i get more of a kick out of like when something is so absurd and terrible I almost, it makes it almost a little more enjoyable because I can like, yeah, you know what I mean? It makes it more comedic yeah, yeah. and I could shit on Dylan, it Dylan, I've been doing this it. for four, Dylan, I've been doing I know. this for four years. I know what you mean. But I'm saying like, this was like at like a, I don't know, like a level that was like, you could do that with plenty of things, but also there were other things and like, they also have Kevin Connolly in it, who's a legitimate actor. It's like, okay. And he does a great job. He does. Yeah. Job. Well, also, Twas the Night at Brian Cranston, so I don't know if that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's important to know that Kevin Connolly does a good job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, part of it is that I do have a little nostalgia for this movie because I did watch a long time ago and some parts of it i really vividly remembered but also like i think i do have a weird respect for i think this movie could have turned out way worse than it did like while i was watching it like you can see the limited budget like um you can see that like like i said like we said like the acting isn't amazing but they're all really committed to their roles they're very believable and like i feel like the people behind this movie believed in it and it kind of shows like i think they cared about this movie and the people in it kind of care about this movie and i think it kind of gives it a certain quality that I just kind of admire. Like, there's something about it that I just kind of like. I can't really explain it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's, they're about or they're worse. Like, I'm, I'm oh, definitely, definitely glad and, I rewatched and, and, it. And there are definitely, and there are definitely multiple flaws that I feel like we've addressed yeah. in, this, in this episode. But overall, I kind of like this one. I don't know. I, it's, it's above average to me. I'd give it like six or, no, I'll say 6.5 since I think I liked it a little bit more than Emma. Okay, yeah. What I'm would you give it, six, Dill? Right? What would you give it, Dill? Yeah. What would you give it? Um, How many Dylan points does it get? Yeah, I would, I would say, I don't know. I'm more at like five, but also ease in it. So I'll, I'll give it six. All right. Fair enough. I can't, I can't critique you for that. Um, But yeah, I think that's going to do it for us, guys. We've been going a while. Plus, uh, there's not really a tagline this month. There kind of was in like one poster, but most don't have a tagline. Plus, Emma's not here anymore, and she's the one who always makes me do taglines. So if I don't want to do one, I'm just going to take the opportunity not to do one. So that I think that'll do it for us, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Dylan, thank you for uh, being here. Sorry, Emma had to duck in the middle. No, um, of course Dylan- not. Yeah, we... Yeah, we uh... 
We really saved the ship there, though, at the end. Oh yeah, we righted the ship. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I think we brought it. Um, yeah, Dylan. Dylan, where can people find you online? Literally nowhere. Exactly. Wonderful. Um, you can find Emma online at Emma Stone Tyler at Twitter and Instagram. You can find me online at uh, at Wildfire underscore King on Twitter. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lucy Tyler. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to everybody who's helping me out there. Uh, but more importantly, you should find us online at D Comedy Podcast on Twitter. Give us a follow. Uh, become a D comrade. We, I can't thank you guys enough for tweeting about the show, telling people about it. It really, really means a lot. Just like seeing tweets, people say, um, how much they enjoy it. Uh, but you should also do that, um, by rating or reviewing us on iTunes or Google Play Music or wherever. It lets you rate and review. We really, really appreciate it. It really helps us out a lot. Speaking, and like, you know, uh, you can send us suggestions by tweeting at us or, uh, sending us an email. Like Emma said, we got a suggestion for Cadet Kelly and we're doing that. Next month. I've never seen Connect Tell It. Dylan, oh, have you seen really? It? Oh, yeah. I feel like I used to watch it a lot. I mean, Alexis also really enjoyed it. So, like, I felt like we just had it on a lot and it's like Hillary Duff, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm surprised they, yeah, you never yeah, saw it with Emma. No, I've never, never seen Cadet Kelly before. I know it, yeah, I know it's like, uh, Hillary Duff's yeah. one Disney channel. For as big as she got, that was her one Disney Channel original movie. Um, and I know it's her versus Christy Carlson Romano, which I'm looking forward to because I like both those ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that in, uh, February. But, uh, I don't think there's much else to say. Oh yeah, also go to audioentropy.com. There's a bunch of amazing podcasts there and you should, Take a look at them all. I was just on an episode of Teenagers Attitude about Power Rangers where we talked about Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, which was a terrible movie, but it was fun to talk about. So you can check that out. Um, I think that's actually going to do it for us all, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks again for Dylan, to Dylan for guesting, for making his, uh, semi-annual, bi-annual six months, about six months appearance. Uh, since we couldn't get him on for December, I appreciate him coming on for January for my birthday month. Oh, also, it's my birthday this month. I'm 24 years old. Woo. It, yeah, it's, no, it's it's super exciting. It's very exciting. It's a very exciting age. Uh, but we will see you guys in February for Cadet Kelly. Have a good one. DCOMs forever. Bye-bye. All right, see ya. Oh, hey, Randy. Good morning. Uh, what you got there? Zucchini bread. My mom made it. Just put it on the table. Right there. Yes. Come on, Randy. Uh, I think we better get out of here now. Enjoy. Have fun at school. I'll see you, Randy. Thanks, Dad. Bye, everybody. Bye. Can I make an observation? Your family is totally whack. We're all really allergic to zucchini.